0: All right, and we got a Cleveland podcast. We are rolling. Hello, everybody. And uh, so, uh, first, I'd like to announce that we don't have a Dustin Elliott tonight. He uh, his daughter's got another uh, marching band event, so she won't be here. But we did get Sleepy back, so yay. Yay. <laughs> so, so we got that going for us. Uh, it's a fair trade. I'll get the ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been riding the uh, I've been riding the the Moto Guzzi Scrambler pretty much all week. And enjoying it, having a good time Really, really loving the bike As long as it doesn't rain As long as it doesn't rain Yeah, and we'll talk about that later Because we're going to have a little discussion about that But the, uh, and then I've been riding uh, We're doing a Deadpool scooter So we've taken a brand new flat red Vespa S 150 Primavera And we've Beautiful
1: just, except for one little thing.
0: One little ding, yeah So we're working with the company to get the one little ding taken care of and in the meantime, it's that still too long, and I put a bunch of black accessories on it, made it into a Deadpool bike. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm actually very happy with the way it looks right that looks now. It looks good. It look really good. Yeah, couldn't be happier with our Deadpool limited edition, trademark, copyright infringement Deadpool bike. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Vespa killed it. That's
2: the best flat color I've ever seen on a
0: bike. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It good. is really, yeah. for, for a flat color, the yellow, so Vespa has not, does not have a great history with flat colors. There's a yellow currently out, kind of a last year, this year color that is a flat yellow that if you touch it with the <laughs> world's cleanest hand, just got done prepping for surgery, and you touch that bike, there are now five circles on that bike for the rest of time. Uh, Yet alone, you have a child, the average child, coming through the showroom, which is covered in child grit. And shit. (laughs) Child grit. And child just... just More like goo. They're just covered. (laughs) Children are just covered in fucking, like, oh, man. I just think Ren and Snimpy. When I think (laughs) of children, I just think of the (laughs) grotesque... Oh, God. It's morbid don't sugarcoat it tell us how you really feel children are disgusting (laughs) creatures and then they come into my shop and they want to touch every surface and I find weird fingerprints it's like little fucking rabbit ewoks were running around my (laughs) shop and just like just dragging their fucking paws through just like Candy and feces on the way in. <laughs> yeah. it, it, and, it sounds uh, like you just feel a stroke.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, they're uh, sitting terrible. there
0: picking their nose and their belly button at the at same time. At the same time, time yeah. And switch. Like, oh, yeah. And, and, everything, <laughs> and everything goes in the mouth, you know. And they're just. I saw. I saw a kid the other day. He was sucking on a grip. <laughs> what? <laughs> a, a grip? He's just sucking on a fucking grip. Which just one? Training. This kid was like training twelve years old, thirteen years old, <laughs> like Maggie from the Simpsons yes! on the scooter. But he's twelve years old, yeah. and he's sucking on a grip, and he's and it's the grip on this BMW. over. got the BMW R19, like <laughs> the, the one that's discounted. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just looked over, and I was like, <laughs> Did he have his hand behind his head? <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, There's an idea. Put this. pacifiers on the end of
3: the sell them or
2: condoms. for yeah. <laughs>
0: jildos, And that's a German, you know, that's a German bike, so when he was done it shit on him and stuff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> it so yeah! <laughs> kids <would> do that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I've been riding that around a lot. I've been riding the Deadpool bike around because that's fun. And i also been riding the Kimco bike, and apparently... I talked myself into liking this bike. and you know, It's a Kimco. It's made in China. It's a Kimco it's a 100 Light 150. 150. And God, is it fast. I mean, 70 miles an hour on the freeway is not an issue. And it's built very well. And the suspension's good, and it tells you what temperature it is. It's got the little dashboard digital LCD display. It's a good little bike. And it's $2,500. And I just commented to James when I came in. I was like, you know, i got to give him credit. Because they built a bike that is comparable to a $5,000 Vespa. But it's $2,500. And it is comparable. I I think it would be a fair shootout, those bikes against each other, which is saying a lot. Well, I must have had it on the brain because my second customer that came in today, the first customer that came in, I sold them the 50th anniversary Vespa Primavera. Last one, thank God. And then uh, the second customer that came in, I sold them the Kimco Like. And they wanted the red one that I've been using as a demo unit. So, rock on. So, two bikes in late September... Yeehaw. And then we had a guy who wants to buy the Honda CTX-700. So he's out obtaining some financing.
2: Funny thing about the, uh, the Kimco. So I, I was at this random party thing, and I was talking to this guy, and this guy had a Taiwanese wife. And we were talking, and he was like, oh, do you have a scooter? I was like, yeah, I have a buddy, 125. He's right. like, oh, genuine, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, it's a good scooter. It's made in Taiwan. He was like, I know, and he points at his He wife, points right? at his wife. And so he goes, Suppose I have this. one, too. And he's like, I've had major problems with the electrical system, whatever. So his wife went to visit family. In Taiwan. Yes, in Taiwan. So okay. she took the information of what was going wrong and went to people in Taiwan and Which is them. probably
0: like seven eleven.
2: Right. And <laughs> and so they were like, Why would you buy that junk scooter? There's things like Kimco and other things. Oh god. Like they they were like in, in, in Taiwan, right. yeah. the buddy is like not even cool. No, it's like, it's it's like, it's like not. the bottom of the thing. But meanwhile here, yeah. it's a it's awesome. Oh, everyone here loves it. I was yeah. impressed. I walked out of the party like <laughs> took away my joy out of my favorite <laughs> scooter. Like, <laughs> well and
0: that is the Kimco is very well respected. Yeah. It's a very respected brand. And they they've earned it. They've worked hard for it. So that's what I've been around. What about you, Pete? Um, out on the F 800 Uh this week. Did uh, 300 miles
5: the other day, just down southern Ohio, central Ohio, found some gravel, some dirt roads. Oh jeez. And it just rained the night before, too, so it was kinda cool. There were some puddles to (laughs) splash through and whatnot. So it was a good day. Had a nice lunch. Got home, dinner time.
6: What did you have for lunch?
5: I went to Amish country and I had the open-faced roast beef sandwich. Uh Oh, Mm -hmm. extra gravy? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, there was enough. You don't don't need to to, say extra when you're at an Amish restaurant. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I would like extra. Nope, it's already there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd like some extra. mm -mm. Wait till you see what we do to you. Yeah. Yeah. When you're done, if you need extra of anything at an Amish restaurant, don't bring it to. Actually, I asked for
5: extra bread to sop up what gravy remained on the plate. That's homemade cool. bread, yeah, it was good. Did you I get like a to bourbon,
6: get... too? It's always fun to get bourbon down the Amish. Tree.
5: There was no, <laughs> no,
1: I like to get French fries instead of mashed potatoes and have a gravy on them. I could do that, mm-hmm.
7: you know, Getting into poutine. All of those day. Canadians can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: Half poutine. wang yep. dang, sweet poutine. I <laughs> 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 well, a new set of wheels
5: for the F-800, too.
0: Oh, you are going to put new wheels
5: on Yeah, I bought, I bought a set of hubs on eBay, and I knocked the bearings out of them. I bought new bearings. Yeah. With, Put them in. And I'm going to send the hubs out to Woody's and uh, have him build me a set of wheels. Cool. That's the guy, man. Yeah.
0: Everyone swears by him. So. Yeah.
5: I price it out, like just ordering the parts and having them built locally. Right. And um, it's just easier to do it through him, and his his shit's bulletproof.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's a, he supports motor like he supports a lot of things too. So the money that he makes go, it's like you, It's like you do a lot of things. He does a lot of things in his community too. Yeah, so we, he's not just like some. guy We keep it interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Keeping it real. Mhm. So Johnny Chrome. Yeah. I, yes. I heard. I heard what you were riding. I'm in shit. Oh well, yeah. you, in, you have uh, ridden Customer some bikes, some bikes shit. and some. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny. Johnny I, set off. I every, was digging on a. Johnny set off every fucking car alarm was, in the neighborhood. I was digging on a mm-hmm. Kimco the other day. Oh no, I meant the triple. Yeah, Yeah. God damn the noises. <laughs> you forget sometimes. You forget what the world sounded like. The Thunderbirds Sport In the 70s. No, no. no. The oh no. S3. The S. Oh. The Kawasaki the S3. Machine. The sound apparently is the right resonant frequency That's awesome. to get through a brick building. <laughs> like it ain't fucking there. Well, you hear them down in mid-Ohio, but mm-hmm. you're in, like, open territory. And there's right.
5: all kinds of two-strokes yeah. running around, so it, it kind of gets lost in the commotion. Oh, but Jesus. Here in an
0: urban setting, when you hear something like that run, you're oh, like... Oh, you when you left here and went down the street, <laughs> that sound of that thing, it was just like... Oh! It was so angry. <laughs> the motor sounded pissed and confused. Like, it was just... Notes were happening when they shouldn't you be happening. Pissed
5: and, confused? Pissed or, and confused, or piston
0: confused? No, piston. No, no, no. no, the pistons—they're not confused. Two directions: up and down, very it, fast, it, it's
1: like a chainsaw cutting through sheet metal. Yes, like
0: oh, oh,
8: ah, yeah.
0: that's <laughs> a good analogy.
7: It is so
0: carbide tips. The noise of that bike—it is so fucking angry. It's a very angry sounding machine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just—you're like—that's a 400 cc. It sounds like two thousand four hundred cc bikes. <laughs> if if you told me that that we were being set upon by a weird alien air force, the noise wouldn't be any more it would be dramatic, any less alarming. Fuck! It, 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 what sound that bikes make! That bike makes, and doesn't matter whether it's pointing at you or pointing away from you. Apparently. The, ri- the noise is all coming from the ring on the fucking pistons and the cylinders. It's like, I know that there's noise coming out of the exhaust. I know that. Nope, there's power coming out of everywhere. But there's noise coming out <laughs> of everywhere. That thing is leaking noise every fucking where. But you did a good job on fucking that. Cause... noise and
8: dropping mosquitoes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you think that bike sat for at least two, three years. Because yeah. Emmy was the last one to ride that when we were in Santa Cruz. So it, she was the last person to ride that bike and that's yeah. a couple of years ago. I
8: stopped now. a couple of puddles out of the pipes. Let's oh yeah, ahead. you did.
0: Yeah. yeah. It had it literally had
8: Oh and it. Yeah. Which it hit the the middle cylinder went dead on you. The middle the middle cylinder decided it, had like it some, did not
0: want to play along. It had
8: like it. some real gum built up yeah. in it. The other two were just wet.
0: Yeah. The middle cylinder had gotten flooded out, I'm sure. But yeah, it and, works now. Yeah it does. But, Jesus geez. Christmas that thing goes. Uh so wow, that's a... Those things, like old two stroke triples, are just. What the fuck was anybody thinking? I mean, the options were pretty obvious. You could have had a bigger piston, two bigger pistons. A, two. <laughs> but having three little tiny pistons, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, why not just fuck the world over and have six super tiny pistons? Honda did. So it, wasn't, that was but it wasn't a two star. That
8: was Honda. Yeah,
0: yeah they were. No, but have you seen like the nice H two and H one and stuff yes. modifications?
8: With the welded and together
2: five and yeah. Uh, oh, that's oh, man. Uh,
8: Alan Milliard, yeah,
1: all yeah. That's British stuff. guy. Most of British what Milliard does is actually just put, make turns them into a V. Yeah. yeah.
8: Narrows the, the um, connecting
1: rods and puts two connecting rods on one journal. Okay. All right. And so then that's how he has two banks and they're just, you know. On
8: some, I mean, yeah, yeah. like he made a V eight nine hundred, a V eight. Actually, I think he used the European version. I think he used the 750. Oh, he did. Four-stroke. Oh, Four-stroke. Four what four we six. knew as a 900. Right. Well, collar. I got that from his... He made a V8
1: there. I got that from his V12 KZ1300. Have, have, yes, have you seen his
8: V-twin uh, Honda? 50? No. I've
1: seen a few no, of
8: I want to say, say actually, it's a 200cc, but it's it's, it's
0: like a... So you're saying it's the Honda Passport a motor? It's the Honda, it's the Honda Cub motor, but he's made it into a V yeah. twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's very interesting.
8: Cub, and I think he even
1: did a 100 as well. I've seen some other people have done that uh, too. That's really? Like a, it looks like a Ducati
0: motor. Yeah, so it's a hundred. It was literally a 90 degree, yeah. a proper the, 90 degree spread.
8: But the two wow. strokes, to my knowledge, I don't know that he's done V's. He's done.
0: Four, five, <laughs> seven. <laughs> I think seven's the biggest. I think one. he just keeps grafting onto the ends of them. Yeah. Well, wasn't there just because
1: a five cylinder down at Mid Ohio? The one guy yeah. had a five it cylinder. It was
0: probably
2: a million bike, yeah. so yeah. I'm gonna guess. Is he welding yeah. the block or is he machining a block?
1: Yeah. He's he's for the most part welding yeah, together. Just welding okay. um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's at pretty At least much just one hand of the... built, you take take a couple donor motors, yeah. at least you t- cut off and, and, right. weld and yeah. you just yeah. re-section yeah. them on and weld them together and at it's least just, one of the
8: V's I saw how he was doing the crankcases. Mostly big. just will it he's, to be. <laughs> I want to say he said... How did he, he was, make it? He
1: wanted it bad enough. He, he just willed it into life. <laughs> it
8: might have been the 1300. Okay. I, I want to say, the article I read, he said he used like five
0: crankcases. Wow. So like just like this section of this yeah. one, this section of this right, one, this Right. One. right. you know? Because yeah. he doesn't. he's not going to go and fabricate a crankcase when he just can take apart other <laughs> right. ones that exist. And use twenty-five percent. Where other people
8: Where other people over time, like right. uh RC, um um RC engineering, whatever the hell his name was, with the V eight Honda, mm-hmm. that was like two separates, two cranks yeah. and a belt. Yeah. Somebody else was running a V eight Honda and they made their own crankcase. I forget who the hell that was. Somebody back in the early eighties mm-hmm. was running a V eight Honda drag bike mm-hmm. and they ran two two eight thirty-six top ends. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, like if
8: you think about it, a custom-made it, made crank and a, v- and a and a custom-made case. If, yeah.
1: If you if you're doing like I said, if you have you just stick with the original stock crank mm-hmm. and you take your connecting rods and you cut cut them sure. down so you can fit yep. two on on that journal. Absolutely. And then you have to deck out, weld out, you probably have to weld in metal to make it oh, back. Yeah, You'd have to. Yeah, on the top of the crank case and then bore out a hole and studs yeah. and everything and then you can just mount another cylinder on the cases like that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's that if statement will it? To I can be understand how it works.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to spend that yeah. kind of hours yeah. to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, there and you that's go. beautiful. I mean, to me, that looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. A 90 degree V twin in a little Honda. Mm-hmm. You know, Oof. yeah. That's probably like an SS50. That's an SS50, yeah.
8: Yeah, because yeah, the... Uh, or a 100. Cool. The fucking, well, now it's an ss 50 Yeah, well, that's what the crack, what the crack cutter says. The, <laughs> I also
0: love the uh, I also love the fact that after all that work and all that engineering, he still has a bike that's slower than a Buddy 125. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like about
8: him and a couple other builders? They try and make it look like as you, the... Mm-hmm. the the onlooker is looking at it, factory baby, trying to figure right. out if the factory made it or somebody did. got is this a
1: prototype? A that's weird awesome. Thing that never got Man. made it into production. Yeah,
2: Chris Smith, what did you
1: ride? <laughs> well, Phil, <laughs> <I, yeah. laughs> Johnny's right. it's Chris Smith.
6: Rode the b 7 a little bit. I rode, rode your 450, 73. right? Seventy-three, four fifty. Rode that, and I actually had the uh, Suzuki <clears throat> four fifty out too. So That's been a
1: go-to bike for you. The
6: Suzuki? Yeah.
8: Giving like them all a whirl.
6: Uh, it's the first bike ever bought, so it's it's just there, but it starts up, it runs, it's a cute little bike, and get a lot of old chicks coming up to me, you know, 70 year olds and stuff like that.
1: <laughs> sweet yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. Sweet, sweet seventy year olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so at least you know you're not gonna get them pregnant. <laughs>
8: <laughs> you don't know shit. But
6: yeah, so those those couple of bikes I've been riding this week.
1: And to your left? My immediate left? Steve, Steve I, Hofford. Steve Sleepy Hofford. Are you still trying to you know, get over the Browns winning last night? Oh, You're still Lord. recovering? I fell asleep. <laughs> we didn't even watch it. We were, we were outside doing a deal. I was giving him one of my mowers and some lady by uh, and were, says, why aren't you guys w- watching the Browns lose? And we're like, well, we gave up on the Browns a long time ago. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, I wake up this morning and find out they actually won, and they, they won, won the, in the city time. The city is uh, city was so in shock. There's going to be a parade tomorrow, I think. <laughs> oh, I they couldn't won imagine. The first the, time in two and a half
6: years. Well, the city was so, so in shock. Small one over in front of his house, they but, didn't but, burn uh, down uh,
0: anything. No. no, that's true. They didn't. They didn't flip over a car. They, they didn't do anything. They got free this beer. Bud Light, free beer. This is
8: the first win of the season, right? Yeah. There was how many last. Exactly, goose egg. Yeah. And the one before it. that, there was... one off a tie. I, I mean, so, like, right. this is the it's first right win obviously. in ho- yeah. however long years. Yeah, two years since I couldn't morning. imagine this morning. I woke up and looked at my Facebook feed, as, right. as you do. Yeah. All the shit talking. Right. We're fucking back, baby. Oh, no. Who <laughs> guess who's back? Super the hero. Browns are back. Yeah. I'm like... Really? I thought that was, pro- I thought that Shit, was one of the rules of this <laughs> These are
2: also, these are all the guys that called. So, like, today was like a 50% call-up at work, right. I'm sure, across the board. So <laughs> hey, I didn't to they work woke today. up at
3: 10, they woke up, you know, they're just <laughs> right. typing
2: their, their hangovers into I their,
3: their schedule, Facebook. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> For the last but, two years, I've bet that they were going to win every single game. Oh, really? And I'm a Steelers fan. Right. But I still bet on the Browns to win. Right. So. so,
2: I happen to be working in Pittsburgh uh, the day before this game, I was out shooting some video out in Pittsburgh, and the whole construction site we were shooting were all Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. And every time we talked to somebody, like, where are you from? Cleveland. Oh. And like we're like yeah we tied you though yeah and they're like yeah we played like shit like yeah. it was it was it was pretty that's yeah. like they
0: got their dicks rubbed yeah. in the dirt <laughs> well, that, later on they tell you they're like well that was actually our high school exhibition <laughs> team <laughs> 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 we <didn't laughs> think we had to play. we didn't <laughs> actually send our real <laughs> team we didn't want to <laughs> yeah. waste yeah. any good players right. again we sent seventh string yeah we didn't want to get anybody hurt
3: yeah so have you been riding anything so I turned eight thousand on the zero really good job and I rode that. Earlier in the week, and then I rode the KLR, mm-hmm. and then I bought a new winter vehicle. So, but it's not a it's not a two wheel way, vehicle a guessing game. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so it's you, a winter it's Not another ambulance. A second ambulance? No, oh, a oh, yeah.
0: Subaru. You're close. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Close on the Subaru.
3: Volvo You're Cross close. Country. Audi. No, it's definitely got the underpinnings of a Subaru. Another not a Subaru. Underpinning Underpinnings Subaru. Subaru. A Saturn. Nope. No, it's not a Subaru. But, uh, but GM did own the company.
5: Saab. Saab? Saab.
3: Holy uh, shit. Saab for two years, Saab made a vehicle called yes, the they 92X. The 92X. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just happened to see it. Right. And it was uh, unmolested by Craze Tuner. Uh, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I bought it I and mean, five-speed. It's right. got the, under, it's got the, it's pretty much a WRX. Yeah, the whole underneath. bottom of yeah. it's a yeah, I remember yeah.
5: That now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so, the one with the
8: really weird-ass side windows? Yeah, it's like a little wagon. Yeah. It's no, that's the
5: SVX. You're thinking about they're not, they're <laughs> yeah, the right? Yeah, the SVX the has, got has the cockpit, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, that's an SVX. You can
8: barely throw a cigarette. But the one, but the one it's even present got from
3: the front yeah. to the, from the, like, from the front door's back, and then it's Saab up front. It's like the sheet metal Saab up front. Yeah. But it's a nice car. Yeah, it's, it's a weird car.
2: It's all-wheel drive. Yeah, it's all-wheel you know. drive. It's
0: a good-winner car for sure. And
3: yeah. the fact that it's unmolested because
2: the Subaru Tuner guys know about that car. Right, yeah. They search them out, and then right. they fuck them all up.
1: Yeah. So yes. which one of your kids is going to total it?
3: Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, I gave Maggie my, my crappiest Prius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, you've earned it, mm-hmm. yep. uh, you
3: yeah. yeah. it, Maggie. Yep. You've earned it, Maggie. Yeah, so, I mean, at least I have mm-hmm. something it's it that like color, so it matches, it matches my winter bike, right. which is my PC-800, my 89 right. PC-800. Yeah,
7: nice.
3: So I have two pearlescent cars, basically yeah. pearlescent cars to drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're
0: all pearlescent. It's, it's like old a old Subaru with blonde hair and blue eyes. It <laughs> is a blonde-haired Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the very rare blonde-haired Subaru. <laughs> yep. So what have you been up to, Oscar? A lot of flying. Yeah. Uh, a lot of went yep. to went to Moab.
5: Moab last week. Oh, It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. first you were gonna, timer. You're in a bike. Out totally yet?
7: worth it. Uh, Scotty lent me his. Lammy. Oh, you did?
0: Okay, good. We're good. cruising
7: along In the Lamy, Got All to right. see another accident. That was fun. Which one? What? Did, what uh, not not me. The guy in front of me in the Vespa. Oh, really? Seas and ate shit. And, oh, but, that
0: sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, let he, me guess. Was he from Denver? I think he was. You know why? Because his bike was jetted for Denver. Uh, yeah, and I think he, he, was, he was. His scrunching. bike was jetted for Denver and he came back down to Moab, so he lost 3,000 feet of elevation. And I think
7: he was crunching to get some gas, so I don't know if he yeah. got like premix or not. No, I and, think probably would have or, or the jetting just fucked him over. That's and, the
0: thing with Denver, is a lot of times if you want your bike, a, sm- a small bike like we ride, yeah. to run correctly in Denver. You got to jet that son of a bitch crazy because there's there's no air in the air.
7: And Scotty did bring his own kit. Yeah. Because, you know, Scotty. Yeah. The rule with jetting uh, in
0: Denver is we would take a bike that would normally run a 116 main jet and we could drop down to like a 102. Wow. You know, or a 108 to get a bike to run correctly at their altitude. But when people from Denver come to other cities that aren't at 6,000 feet, well, what's Moab at? Moab's like high, de- high desert, isn't it? It is high desert, uh, but I think it's yeah, considerably but it's, it's lower too low. than that, Yeah, it's low. Yeah, it's
7: low compared yeah. To, to... Yeah, Denver. I
5: think that... I got two words for you. Fuel injection. Yeah, <laughs>
7: yeah. Yeah,
5: right on.
0: <laughs> I'm with you, baby. So I'm the weird you. thing,
7: he was... So it was only three of us. Yeah. There was a lady in front of us, up in front. He was in the middle, I was in the back. And all of a sudden, he's off-seas going down the hill, and all of a sudden just Downhill. fishtails and just yeah. kind of... It goes sideways.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and I
7: just had to swerve the guy and just kind of stop, try to help him out. Get the how many people the do you way. think were on the ride out? Uh in total, I don't know, just close to like maybe a hundred bikes. I mean, it was it was a lot of, but that right there, I was yeah. in. It was just the three of us. Was he okay? Uh. Road rash. Collarbone, that's three that's places. That's awesome. Really. Five ribs. Ooh, uh, that's gonna hurt! Ouch! Tropical. What did he uh, high side or something? Like when? You, what did he do? Well, here's the thing: the helmet is pristine, no scratches on it. Okay. So he just body slammed the fucking the. Yeah. the, the so wait, so it sees so 50. the back tire slid. He went straight, slid, and then just kind of. So yeah, he, yeah, he high sided, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. That's like
1: Eastside Bob was doing flat tracking and somehow caught his leg or whatever. And it sucked him, in, uh, 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 slapped slapped him to the ground so hard. Right. Yeah. It shattered this whole side of his body. Damn. Right? Like his his shoulder is now longer. He's like this now because yep, they, that, they couldn't even. They couldn't yep. cast him. They couldn't do anything other than just be like.
0: Just let it all miss Just together. heal. Yeah. Just heal, you missed question mark. Also that's his pelvis
7: like... cracked so yeah. holy yeah, he, shit. He definitely just Oh, that's a terrible He was like I'm fine, I'm fine. And I think that the seals in the bike It's like, Fuck the bike man, yeah. just, just how are you doing? It's well like, you yeah, think I'm you're doing fine doing. now yeah. then. Uh, and yeah. it was shock and and the, the bad thing was then when I actually went to get my bike to actually go back to campsite yeah. to get help and stuff. The throttle cable got loose, so I couldn't even get back. And one of the guys actually stopped. It just gave me a right. So I hitched the right back. to the You hitched the
0: right to go rescue. To get rescue. Right. And because then by the time we came back. So, there was, so you're the first responder. I was the first
7: responder. Again. Again. Again.
0: Again. So by because the time I came, I came back, there was
7: like four <laughs> cop cars and the ambulance was already kind of on the way. So oh, it just man. Like, I can't tell you, though, if I. They responded really fucking fast. I, I mean, it was how that. glad I would be if I wrecked. I
1: would really want you there.
0: <laughs> I mean, like w- yeah. I mean, you
1: would be a cop. It'd be like,
0: That'd be nice to have a nice day, Oscar. Oh, uh, Oscar is a very calming force. Yeah. He's going to get shit done correctly. Okay, you feel all right. Most tricky right? yeah. Okay, yeah. And I mean, any of you fine. guys would be good to have. It's going to yeah. be fine. We'll take care of it. You're going to be a fine. Don't worry about it. You're going to be cool. Oh, so, yeah, oh, that's I something.
5: I dropped my bike in the driveway the other day. Oh. I went to put the kickstand down, and it went right in like an expansion crack. And oh, it, really? It fit in perfectly, and it, and like it just, went over, oh, and, oh, it, just went and right. it just went down. kept going, damn it. Oh, yeah. No damage. It just, Which bike? The 800. 800?
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah well, this bike. wasn't your good bike. <laughs> 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 so, Sleepy, what have you been riding? Um, the
2: Buddy. <laughs> the Buddy. And, the buddy. and <laughs> then um, I have a PSA about uh, buying bikes and, and having them, and, and if you feel like there's something wrong, so... I bought my Super Tenere a while ago, and from a guy that like, literally logged air pressure changes <laughs> to the tires. Engineer, so, great. Yeah, yeah, he was that guy, right? But the bike was a little snatchy in low RPMs and stuff, and and stuff. And I just took it as that was the character of the right. bike, and I rode it forever.
5: You mean, it smelled funny.
7: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah, it had a weird,
2: weird, oh weird salmon smell the whole time I rode it. it. I figured it out. A little
1: snatches. Cats would always come around. It. So had some flies buzzing
2: around. I was digging in a box and I found a twin, my Twin Max carb sink. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder if this thing's had the, the throttle buddies synced anytime, whatever. And so I, at that point, I went to the simple stuff and I started messing with the, the throttle cables. And I started adjusting them. And sure enough, it tightened up a little yep. bit. And then I pulled the tank, did all the stuff, and I went and I did a bunch of research on the interwebs because of course you always should do that. Absolutely. And one of the things is that they said, like, if you bought an American bike from this time to this time, the right throttle body is your, your dead set throttle body. Your dominant. Dominant throttle, throttle, body. throttle body. Yep. And they come from the factory closed. It's closed. The the, the adjustment is closed for carb emissions. No, you're not allowed out. to touch it. All right. Right.
0: They're blocking you out.
2: They 100% tell you that the idea is you want to crack it about three quarters open Mm -hmm. and then sink the left one to it. To it. So sure enough, I, I opened it up and it started throwing like your bike is going to explode, kind of you know messages and stuff. But well, no, like, you
0: you've have, you've have just gone outside of any perimeter of anything resembling uh, electronic right. control system. and well. and it
2: yeah. was running like shit, whatever. Yeah. So I hook up the thing and then I, I I start matching the left to it, and so I got it close as I could get it at idle, mm-hmm. and then I have that KO, uh, um, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you're on the highway and you oh, lock yeah, your like throttle. throttle, 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 throttle. Yeah, cruise control. Cruise control, Countdown. whatever. So I, lo- I locked it at about 3,200 3, <laughs> RPMs, 3,300 yeah. RPMs, and then I synced the other throttle body to it at yep. that point to so the point that I had almost zero fluctuation. Mm-hmm. And now at, at idle, it's moving negative 5.5 back and forth a little right. bit, yeah. but it's dead nuts and thing. Right. It's like a sewing machine now. Yeah. The whole bike is different. Oh, like I was like, absolutely. I rode it, and I'm like, holy fuck! Like I can't believe I rode that bike for a year and a half without doing that.
8: <laughs> that makes a big difference. Yes. I mean, pe- people yeah. don't realize that just on an inline four, a, an eighth of a turn on this screw and a quarter of a yeah. turn on this screw. Will make a bike seem like a piece and of shit. Well, well, you just nailed it, though. I mean, your no, response is there's not There's no big you're, turns you're doing no. either. Oh no! Like no, you're talking like tiny little maximum adjustments. eighth
1: at a time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you got to let it. It's like, like a guitar. You yeah. Don't, oh, yes. Give it turns. You give it.
2: Yes. <laughs> but like it was it's like, like you know tweak tweak, tweak 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 and oh. once you yeah exactly and once you get those tweaks done and you do the little turns and stuff it's amazing how smooth that bike is now it's a whole different bike.
0: Well, you got to keep in mind with. With a lot of the bikes that have fuel injection, on a single throttle body bike, there's a throttle position sensor, of course, that's set up. And those bikes, those throttle position sensors, are essentially locked out from the factory. They don't want you adjusting mm-hmm. those things. And unfortunately, from the outside, most of them look like idle screw adjusters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just, they beg to be <laughs> stabbed with a screwdriver.
8: So many people. Owners. Yes. See a screw, and they feel like it must be turned, and a screwdriver fits in their hand. <laughs> right, <laughs> screw it. Gee, wow. Screw. What'll happen turn. if I do this? Right.
5: Uh, yeah, and it's so. I it's mean, like old carburetor guys though, because yeah. when you grew up working on carburetors, you yeah. you'd, you'd turn shit and you could hear it was running, so
1: and you
0: can see it from the outside of the motorcycle. That's right. why Clearly it's yeah. meant
1: to be adjusted. Clearly, it's that's why adjusted.
0: I paint stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I'm done, oh, yeah. and these things, paint pen. <laughs> And these things all have some sort of goo or some kind of paint or some kind of something on them from the factory to basically let the technician know that you fucked your bike up. But that was it. My right throat it had, it was white painted shut yeah. In fact, I thought it
2: wasn't going to turn at right. first until I broke that paint loose yep. to get the thing open. Mm-hmm. And so you're one of those guys.
1: Well, <laughs> and, and well you were doing it the right QLT way, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah. weren't just fuddy-duddying like, oh, no, let's you, turn this screw and see what it no, does. I so read, you actually had equipment hooked I, I, up to it. And, well,
2: not only that, but I actually read about 300 <laughs> like yes. threads on it yeah. before like at least three-quarters of all the threads said, hey, I have an American bike, and I did this, and I opened this up. And, and the European bikes come stock. Yep. Three quarters open. That's exactly so, yeah. right. That's their baseline.
0: Right. And that works for their version of what we have as an EPA. Right. Our version is, is shutdown lockdown. Right. And that's... And check with your bike, because if you have... If you've got a bike that runs a multiple throttle body, uh, we had all the old Moto Guzzi's, the 1100s, uh, they were all multiple throttle body bikes. And that balancing, the sinking of the, the throttle bodies left to right, you would have a bike that would run like dog shit. Mm-hmm. Or would just sit there and just be perfect. I mean, perfect. And when you throttle response, the bike would just roar. It would just come right in. I mean, well, let yeah. me put it this way.
2: So, like, I commute on my bike as much as I can. When I don't have to take equipment to work or something, I ride my motorcycle to work. Yeah. And in the morning, there's a lot of traffic and stuff. And I just, I just, I don't know, I just accept it. It's like an abused spouse. Mm-hmm. You just accept the fact the bike's snatchy and right. like it's very hard to ride in traffic. It's, it's hard to ride there. at low speeds, right? And <laughs> yeah. you're just like, Well, that's the way it is, right? After I, I, I sink the throttle right. bodies, and I spent time don't get me wrong, my neighbors hated me. It took me an hour yeah. of the, just like Johnny Chrome said, like you're, you're adjusting an eighth turn and yes, see what it are. does, and a little more, and see what, and then you go too much, and it's like, Oh, okay, and you bring it back, and whatever. And then I did that at idle, and I also did it at 3200 yep. RPMs and back for whatever, but now. I went to work, and I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. I can leave the light without like almost ramming into the Isn't guy in great? front of me. Oh, it's, it's amazing. <clears throat> that's great. The bike becomes <laughs> very
0: predictable at low RPMs.
2: Yeah, right. Um, yeah, which would be great on dirt and everything else. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially for an adventure bike, you're oh, going to yeah. ride dirt and gravel. Mm. And well, now you might have to control.
8: How many throttle bodies? Two?
0: Two. 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 Yes, dual throttle body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I have a max. I as, only have two. As right?
8: frustrating as that is. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine four. Think about, you get this one and this, you get one and two done, well, and, then the, you, and then you go to sync the 3-4 to that, to, wait, and it so is, them all up. But
2: isn't there a process? Well, so, so There's, two, al- there's always a lead easy.
8: throttle body or carburetor. Right. Throttle body carburetor same difference. Right. There's always a lead. It's not always the left. It's not no. always the center. It's... Usually the one that the throttle cable goes to. Right. Right. Okay. The one that the idle screw stop, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. attached to. And then the others are all, that's the master. And then the others are all, so you set the master to whatever you.
2: So how do you determine with four? Because for me it was easy. Everybody said this is the the master, (laughs) this is your sink. So when you get to four, you know that this is your master. So what's the process to get those four tuned
1: then? Look at where, where to. Go ahead. End out. That's what I've always traditionally done. So if you see your, go ahead. Well, also usually when you're doing that, don't you want to turn your idle up to about 3,000 rpm? Always start. Yeah. So then you can balance start them all. Start your works. Off. You can balance. You them. balance them all. Then when you right. bring it down, then right. it, you know they get yeah. all even. Yeah. If you try so you're to never going to bottom out. You if you have to go too, you know what I mean. Like you have to go up, so they're open a little bit, yep. so you can adjust them, and then you can back it back
0: down. Yeah. If you try to do it from idle, you're gonna you're gonna drop off, right. and so you're gonna right. sacrifice your idle because it can't support ignition that way. So you got to bring it up to 3,200 RPM or so. Get your idle up nice and high, and then you go into, like like John was saying, you go into your master carburetor, which is the one where the control is or your idle adjustment screw goes to. Mm -hmm. And then everything else will be affixed via some sort of a fixed rod linkage or, you know, the banjo style. There will be a system, but I tend to work from if my number two carb, my number two right carb from the right in is my master, then I will then work to its partner to the left, then it's close the out the one to the right, and then back over to the far. Let me ask left. you this though: so Near if you're
2: if you're dealing with an older bike with a, a carburetor that actually has linkages controlling this, yeah, at one point would you actually start to adjust the linkage more than the the screwed? So say you get them matched at 3,200. Now you're coming down to idle, and one of them is getting weird. Could you start to adjust like like you know adjust it's the linkage? The linkage rather than bring that up or down to.
8: The linkage rod is usually just a coupling. It's a coupling, yeah. Okay, so between it does an adjuster. Right yeah. And there will be, like, two parts that sit next to each other like this, mm-hmm. and then there will be uh, springs, little springs. Okay, right. And that's the springs are what lets you move it, Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. on most bikes. On, most uh, bikes on, yeah. on many, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and on that, some you've so got you can look
1: out you can look at how those lay on each other. On yeah. some you've got so you have three. One, if these ones are laying on this one and this yep. one and this one, you have to start with this one, which is like the lowest one, and then
0: Correct.
8: And, then and it's funny
0: out. because you do you will get in a four rack, or if you ever enjoyed the beautiful Honda CBX, the six rack, you'll find that yeah, you can you'll chase uh, tolerance. Mm. So you can have between carburetor number one and carburetor number six you've got a massive tolerance. And in that one, number three carb is the master carb on the C B X. Mm. So you're working, you know, you're working three, four, two, five, one, six on the C B X. But then so, yeah. some
1: of them do have the caps that come off the tops of the mm-hmm. carbs, and you actually yep. have the, the set screw yeah, you do. and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that's you know there's yeah, different yeah. arrangements. V- yeah. Via
8: McCoonies, that yeah.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. But at the
1: end of the day,
8: and some if you of them actually have a cable match going your into the top of each and one. throttle
0: body <laughs> It's those, a huge improvement over what you're. Probably, <laughs> it's amazing yeah, how much better it is. Yeah. It really is. It's fantastic. Yeah. McElfresh, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been riding the 1986
1: Yamaha Moto Four. 80cc, Badger.
0: The Badger! Badger. 92
8: Badger. Craftsman lawnmower. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that too, yeah. No, nah, I was uh, trying to get ready for this weekend. I put new uh, brakes. Put brakes. finally got put some, <laughs> some brakes <laughs> on oh, my daughter's quad <laughs> It had none. So your daughter can stop. Which top. was fine for me to ride it around mid-Ohio, but we're mm-hmm. going to try to go down to Clear Fork Adventure Resort, which is a... Uh, transient ski lodge you mean only homeless people can ski there (laughs) well well, it's sometimes it's happening sometimes it's not it's changed hands many times and everything and i think now in an effort to try to actually make it sort of viable, they've opened this 175 acres up to in the summertime riding quad runners dirt bikes whatever you want they have trails they have a couple they have a kiddie motocross they have a adult motocross track
0: and the adult motorcross track is naked
1: apparently <laughs> <out>. <laughs> apparently most of the adults ride on the kiddie track yeah i 'm be real interested in this I mean this to me is extremely <laughs> we are going and we are definitely going tomorrow Cause... we are definitely staying over. I think we're going to try to ride tomorrow because the hours of operation are from 12 to 7. Okay. So I don't want to, like, Sunday morning have to wait until noon Mm -hmm. and then ride it and then be coming home late at night. So I think tomorrow we're going to try to get down there by sometime around noon. Okay. Check in, park the RV, unload shit, play around. It all depends on how much my daughter will be into it and everything like that. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Kids are kids. Depends on whether we take the iPad with us or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. don't take it. Boy, <laughs>
2: take it <totally> <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> Turn off home. the Wi-Fi. Be well, like, well, oh, that's how get I get control connection. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably take <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie.
8: There's I might no need tower to have, near here. I
1: might need to have that built-in babysitter. Oh, yeah. Right.
3: G? Yeah. This is what I did to get rid of
0: that. Yeah. Look at you with your flip phone. Wow. But I'll probably take the KLR.
1: A 2G that 650 sucks. so I can ride that and she'll ride the quad runner and OG we'll see what we can get into Whoa, Whoa. Should have run no. Earlier. So, oh no yeah. you can't bust that out in the middle of a pasture. <laughs> we're not even in the middle we're first third
0: so no. <laughs> okay. way, way to appreciate that all so Matt Green is a podcast listener mm-hmm. and I got to meet Matt when Thanks, I was delivering Matt. a uh, law enforcement zero. Oh, that one yeah. yeah, and so he provided us with some very good-looking five and twenty spirits rye whiskey. That looks too good for us. It does. Yeah. It does. It's another square bottle. It's so oh, our yeah. second square bottle yeah. in a row. Last week we had a square tequila Maybe bottle. John. But we're proud to present this carefully handcrafted creation of small batch, small barrel rye whiskey. We've worked with local farmers near our distillery in Westfield, New York. Hmm. to grow, harvest, and prepare these ingredients. The outcome of our work is your unforgettable drinking experience. Come taste with us at our grain-to-glass location nestled between Routes 5 and 20 in Lake Erie's wine country. Well, so there great. you have it. Five that's cool. that, that's route Ohio. 5 and Route 20. Yeah, that's an Ohio brew. Yeah, that is an Ohio okay. thing. So uh, so I'm going to go... Does f- if, if anybody want to try some? All right. Yeah. Oh, look at this little fucking... All right, there we go. I'll give you a hand. Yeah, all right, and in the meantime, while I'm gone talking about that, not a fan of what I want you guys to talk about is if you are about to buy a motorcycle, <laughs> you've figured out what bike you're going to buy, you know what bike you want, which first step? And it's not new, it's like eight years old, ten years old.
1: So this kind of seems to assume that we have found the mark. Mm-hmm. We found the bike we want. It's been advertised somewhere. It's available. It's an enticing price already to begin with. It's probably, in my case, not running, so <laughs> it looks hopeless. And somebody has it who probably shouldn't have it. Uh, I mean, as far as the inspection Frosted of the bike glass? or Yikes. first thing, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you're looking at it on Craigslist, you want to be the first person to contact that person. Try to get in line. Try to be like... Ooh! It just popped up, and get, get there and get quick. First one in line. Get the conversation started early and quick, and get be the first person to be dealing with the first. So this is assuming you already, if you're set on this bike and you've already done all the
3: research and you already know what's what the possible. We're buying it, are with it. He said we're buying, buying it, it so yeah. I'm
1: assuming that all that you know. So your footwork's already been done for it. Yeah, we've decided we want to buy you know this bike, one? so
0: we're contacting. You
1: know, it's at least interested us. And here's
0: the work. important part. I want people who are considering buying motorcycles to remember there are steps in the purchasing process. The first thing is research. Don't do it while well drunk. Right? Okay, I know that I want to buy a Hornet. I'm I'm looking to buy a Hornet. I'm actively pursuing a 919 Hornet. So, uh, and and I know that's a bike I'm looking for, and I have been beating up the Internet, and I'm using craigslist but i'm also using uh other things i'm using car gurus there's a lot of different ways to search plus google has gotten to a point now where if you just type in honda cbr 919 hornet for sale like it'll pull the craigslist ads and it'll also pull the facebook ads it'll get you information from a lot of different sources the uh, but remember that Don't be afraid to have that search wide open, because at this point, you want to know every bike that's available, because you want to see where the prices are. Mm. If you are going to use Nada or Kelly Blue Book, keep in mind that those numbers are just a fucking basic guideline. And it's become very obvious to me at this point that Nada is way lower than Kelly. And so if you look at Kelly Blue Book retail on a bike, and it says 3000 you might find out that the native Blue Book on that bike is only 2250 or 2300 So don't put yourself in a bad spot and end up with uh, Do you want rocks? Do you want an ice cube? Sure. It's smooth. Yeah, there you go. Just a splash. Just a splash. All right. Splash to that. You've been splashed. All right. Anyone else need one? All right. <laughs> Look at that. It's barely any. We barely touched this stuff. Anybody else need one? Anybody else That's didn't right, get one? It's still early. debating okay. Cr- if he wants to. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So there we go. <laughs> and so the, this, this goes out to our friend Matt Green. Yeah,
2: here we go,
6: man. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Matt. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Matt. Cheers. are taking a smoke to you, Thank you, Matt. Cheers. You're, you. use, you, Matt. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. You're looking mm-hmm. up your old address. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey,
2: cheers.
0: Rye whiskey. Oh.
6: That's pretty damn smooth. I'll God bite. damn, that's good. That's oh, nice.
0: That is really good.
6: I, I call that declawed.
0: That hey, we said. I love yeah. that term,
6: yeah. declawed. Nothing you need tearing is, down the back here. No, I
0: didn't. Oh, you don't cool. cough or gag or nothing. You yeah. could just that's delicious. a good a proper drinking. I call, rye. call okay. buttery. It is buttery. Mm-hmm. it is buttery. It is that's buttery. With was, uh, it is. It's really good. That's a. That that's movie really movie. tasty. No. What? The. Uh, so that's 5 and 20. We'll shout it out again to our friend Matt Green. I like to hear the gag every now and then. That's 5 and 20 <laughs> spirits. Just want to feel like a man. Just a little bit of a gag. Just saying. Just gag I a mean, little, even if you don't mean it. Just a, yeah. No, that's good. Just a little. So, but why I bring this up is I've noticed in the shop that there is a complete... There's a new world. There's, a, there's people out there right now that haven't been trained, and nobody set them down and told them the right way to buy a bike. And they got the whole they got the whole dance card wrong. They 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 got the steps out of out of sequence. They've heard they're supposed to negotiate, but nobody told them fucking how. And I've had a lot of people come in, and a good example I'm going to give you is we are selling our PC 800. So we're selling our PC 800, and I'm getting to the point now where I'd be willing to take a very low offer, just because I'm not riding it anymore. I'm not interested in it anymore. I want to find a new owner you for it. To sell it tonight right now. I'm not going to sell it tonight. <laughs> to me? But yeah, It's it, fall. You it don't could want to happen. have it sit all winter. I don't, I don't want to have it sit all winter. The battery's good. I don't want to <laughs> have it go bad. So, And yeah, those things like the I don't know what it is about those bikes. Yeah. And it's a bear to take them out too. <sighs> exactly. Now, now, here we go. I have a guy come in. I have the bike listed on Cycle Trader because I'm selling it. So now, in the perspective of the buyer though, gentleman comes in He looks at the bike, he goes over it, does his, you know, he does a pretty good job of looking over the bike, or at least he's pretending to. Due diligence. He's doing what I appear to be due diligence. He has me open up the trunk, he has me open up some different stuff, and he's looking at the bike very carefully. He's looking under the bike, he's looking into the bike, he's generally giving it a good look over. So after way too long, I come over and I, so, what do you think? You know, you've been here for 45 minutes. You've done everything except take it for a ride. What are we doing? And he goes, Well, what do you want for it? <laughs> eh, that's the first foul. What I want for it is the price that's on it. What anybody wants for it is the price that's on the bike. If you're a potential buyer, the price that the person wants is the price they listed it for. If a, go ahead. Uh. And yeah, on the flip
3: side, yeah. If you're a potential seller, right? If you list it, if you already, if you list a price and or, and say negotiable, right. on it, Then you're already telling them that you're not, you're not even going to Absolutely. sell it for Absolutely.
7: You know, you're not going to get that.
3: And firm, firm best doesn't offer, necessarily right. yeah. mean firm, but right. firm means that there's less room for negotiation. Sure.
0: Firm is a way to say, I'm pretty. Close I'll let you to pull it. my dick, yeah. but not step on it. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things where we're going to get to know each other, not real well. But I don't think the this guy who came in, he just said, "What? What do you want for this, bike? What's your price?" Does this
5: guy traveled to get here. Yeah, he, okay. and, and
0: no, not a small distance. Okay. <laughs> so he drove, he, and I. Uh, what do you think? What do you think the first question was? I asked him when I showed when he showed what up. What are you willing you to, pay? to pay for? It? No. First thing I did was I went out to his car and I looked and saw what county his plates were from. Where are you from? I went out in the parking lot. and I saw what county his plates were from. Is that, that your trailer? Is that your trailer? <laughs> so Franklin? He came out of yeah, Franklin Roy. County, yeah. I, could t- I knew it was Franklin. He, but he drove at least 100 miles to get here. Right. Okay. 130. So we know he drove at least 100 miles to get here. And he didn't then, drive here with an empty pocket. He didn't drive here. I hope Roy. not. But in any case, I'm going to tell you, this guy ruined his own deal. And I'm going to tell you how he ruined his own deal and how hopefully we can help our podcast listeners be better at buying things. Because that's where... I started paying attention to it a while ago, and this guy, who's not a wet-behind-the-ears kid, he's not a guy that doesn't have any money to spend, he's just a guy that has never been trained in how to buy a thing, if there's haggling involved. And haggling is not just, you say one number, I say another number. That's not what haggling is. He knows he needs to haggle. Exactly. He doesn't ah, know how to haggle. A timeless art of seduction. Yeah, what no i always say is, according to Oprah, you're supposed to haggle. But you have to have background information to haggle. Yeah, but you better be fucking good at it. Right. Because Oprah said you should haggle, but Oprah didn't tell you
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. how to haggle.
0: And that's kind of the way this guy looked at it. And we see a lot of that in here. And we hold firm on, like most of our bikes that we sell, we hold, we hold super firm on the price. And when somebody says, well, you know, what's, what do you take? It take fucking nothing. I took a lot of time to put the price tag on the front of the bike. i take dollars. i take euros. <laughs> right. I'll take yen. Yeah, apparently, I'd take beaver belts. Well, B- uh. <laughs>
3: he, he was out looking
5: at a V7. What was that? A V7R. V7,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I think, and when, when we, we were looking at it. Yeah. Steve,
5: Steve rode out and looked at it with
3: me. Yeah. yeah. So, I went out with Pete and looked at it. And I think the first thing, okay, so if I'm negotiating with you for that right. bike. You take a look at the bike, you go through the bike. Right. And then you kind of mention what could potentially be, what, why, why you're going to make, you know, to me. That I, is
0: the first thing you should be you doing the whole time you you're, you're looking at the bike. Yeah, you, you list right. the poor, or like the deficiencies in the bike if you're to spend, the owner. Yeah, if you're going to spend 45 minutes looking at a bike, you better have a notepad. Hmm. If you go out to look at a bike and you don't have a notepad, you better have a crystal clear memory. I don't have a crystal clear memory. I'm gonna take a notepad. It's gonna I'm gonna call attention. Those fork seals are weeping. That's an important thing. It's gonna cost a lot of fucking money to fix that. It's uh-huh. a six year old bike with eight thousand miles on it, right, it's gonna need tires. It's gonna need tires. Or the tires on them have oh, an right, 01 right. stamp on them. Right. So those tires are sixteen years old, seventeen years old. When we get in that tank. Yeah, you do your due diligence, and you look at this bike, and you build a list. You build a laundry list of things that are wrong with the bike. Because if you're going to ask somebody for a discount, you'd better goddamn well have earned it. You'd better have goddamn well established why there's a discount or why you're asking for a discount. Because all I have to say is, well, Kelly Blue Book on this bike is thirty five ninety nine. I have it priced at thirty four hundred. I have allowed for you to put a couple hundred bucks into the bike by giving the bike at a price under Kelly Blue Book.
3: If you don't like it... But
0: NADA listed substantially less. Exactly. NADA, North American American Dealers Association, or National Automotive Dealers Association, uh, they have come in low every fucking bike I look at. Every bike I look at. And remember, with NADA, they basically list... Uh, Kelly does list a wholesale price and a retail price. NADA seems to list a great retail and a not-so-great retail. But from that, you can very easily extrapolate what you want to pay. But, but NADA is always low. If
7: but, that's the only number that they come with and saying, well, but NADA says it's like yeah. 2500 can you go that low? Go fuck your head, right? Look, man,
0: <laughs> take a screen capture of your phone. Press the two buttons at the same time on your phone and yeah. capture that NADA screen. Yeah. That says, this 1989 PC800, according to NADA, is worth $2,200. Mm-hmm. You're asking $3,500. NADA photo, says you should
2: be asking $2,200. Know? But, but more importantly <laughs> yeah. than that, what have you done to the bike? Like, What do they have to do? Uh, what have you done? You, like, you want to know where you are yeah. with this machine. Right. Yeah. So as a dealer, yeah. sometimes you're going to say, I got this bike. I'm not doing shit. If you want right. it, I'll give you a deal. Yeah. But other times you're saying I replaced the tires, yeah. we went over the chain, the bearings, this and that, right. and that
7: all is worth something because if, if to maintain the price, right? Stage. Well, sometimes
5: yeah. guys are selling something too. They'll see like, let's say an early CB750. Guys sees one sell for an extraordinary mm-hmm. amount of money. Mm-hmm. He has a run-of-the-mill CB750 that's a later in the production um, right. run. He thinks his is worth as much as the early one was worth, and you go there and you're like, well. I know they sell for that sometimes,
0: but this isn't the one that sells for that kind of money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're right, and that happens a lot. In a local Facebook, in a local local Craigslist, you'll see one guy will list a bike up at a completely dope-smoking, butt-poking high price that's astronomically out of control because it happens to be a 74CV750. And he thinks it's worth $5,500. And then what do you see is within the next two weeks, what do you see? You see fucking 15 more of them, and they're all priced at the same thing. That guy's the trailblazer. Yeah. Well,
1: that's what I was thinking with the Craigslist. It doesn't cost you anything to make an ad. Right, So right. I, when I was trying to sell my Jeep, I was like, uh, which I'm a horrible seller. I always sell it for way too cheap. <laughs> I let shit go. I've given, i practically talked to people, I beg people to take my bikes. I, I never, I like you. <laughs> I, never, Thank I, never, you I don't oh, right. I don't give them away, but right. you're usually getting a pretty good deal. You're not going to come, you know, but A, as a seller, you put your, you, you do a couple ads, grab some photos, you put yours out here at yep. this price, yep. then just run a couple other stupid ads way higher. Right. Or, mm-hmm. if buyer, <laughs> or, if you're a buyer, or if you're a buyer, you go and put two or three assets right. that look way cheaper than the one you're going exactly. to buy. Yeah, take that back. Yep.
7: And then you come advice. up and
1: show up, and you're like, okay, I looked at the other two, right. but I just want to look at yours. You're right. asking a little bit more, but I
0: assume yours is much better than these, it's right? a, I mean, that is a pro-gamer move. If you ever, oh, like, if I want to buy a CBR 919, warn it, and I see one for sale in Cincinnati for $3200. The first thing I'm going to do is probably list two more yeah. in like Lexington, Kentucky for like 2200. Yeah.
3: But why is it with internet that with with trees?
0: with pictures that still the pictures that still the pictures that just smell of the internet? You know, of a good Google image search. Don't even like, don't copy and paste the picture. Take a picture of the screen. Of the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then make sure you
2: add like the turbo is new and the extended swing yes. arm is brand new, brand new. never yeah. been oh, touched, right. etc. Five
0: thousand miles. And I, we've had people do that here. I've had that. I've caught guys in that a bunch of times because they come in thinking that that's a pro I mean, gamer that's move. It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. And people come in and thinking that's a pro gamer move, but they don't realize what... I'm going to place a
8: couple ads. Well, yeah, they don't realize what environment they're in.
0: Where I'm like, yeah, I saw both of those ads posts like yesterday after you sent me an email about the bike I'm right.
3: But don't they think that you're going to look at every ad out there and know that they're a scam?
0: Well, again, be a good buyer. And being (laughs) a good buyer is, first of all, when you do go in, if you're ready to negotiate, this is the way a negotiation works, guys. It's not, well, what will you take? Fuck you. Well, I'll give you 2000 right. bucks for that bike right now. Exactly. Throw the number. That's yeah. what it is. Throw out a fucking number. Yeah. But, but back in, don't, no, don't don't it. No, no, he's serious. That's it. it. Hold <laughs> <not.
2: laughs>
4: on. <laughs> yes.
5: So has got a point here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, the, you can
2: throw <laughs> out a number. <laughs> right? but yeah. don't
5: have the he's can. the The buyer will be
3: serious. Has
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyone that's ever been to a third world nation where you Seriously? have to like haggle in markets and stuff like that, too? It's like, if you make an offer and the
0: guy accepts it, you goddamn well better buy it. Um, I had a guy make me an offer, and this is not, we're not talking about chump change. I have a 2010 Honda Interceptor over there Mm -hmm. with zero miles on it. That I have listed at $10,000. Right. And so this guy came in, and like, once again, this guy is not Crackhead Louie. This guy comes in, and he's driving an Audi. He's got his shit together. His shoes cost more than the bike. I'm riding into work, right? So this guy's got his shit together. He comes in, and he looks around, and he spends a lot of time at the Interceptor. Spends a lot of time at the Interceptor, and he goes, you know, I don't want to make you an offer because this bike is a zero-mile bike. It's never been run. Make me an offer. It's clearly brand new. You've got $10,000 on the handlebar. I do. I want to make you an offer. I don't want to piss you off.
7: Do it. Piss me off.
0: Show me the cash. <laughs> All I can you do is family. say no, dude. Right. Yeah. Make me an offer that you're f- comfortable with. And you know what? Well, then Once talk. you make that offer, you can't make a lower offer. Well, right. and this is important, and this is super important because you know what he did? He went, he looked at me, and he goes, I don't even want to make the offer. I'm like, you make the offer you're comfortable with. All I can say is no. And he said, I can give you nine. <laughs> now, what do you think I said? You said... I said, hello, Mr. Interceptor owner. Huh? You're clearly the owner of this new Interceptor. Right, but you know what? You <laughs> might have wanted to say... Uh, now, hold on. No, We're no, going to no, tell but, this uh, story first. Yeah, just yeah finish yeah.
6: with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, then he starts backpedaling. Yeah. So I said... Deal. And I, all I did, all I did, I didn't say a word. I just put my hand out. <laughs> I didn't say a word. I put my hand out, and he shook my hand. And I said, fantastic. That's said, a deal where I come from. I said, excellent. And that, I should said, this be, that
2: should be the buy. Will that this should be, be cash or check, or credit card, or any other
0: form of recognition? i had some cash, check, yeah. And you know what he did? He said, I'm coming back tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> oh, and the next day he showed up with a story about how, well, he's got some tickets, some pretty bad speeding tickets, and that this bike would be so much money to insure. And so now instead he's looking at the BMW K1200S, which is $7,400. Yeah, whose problem is that? And now he wants to know if that $1,000 discount is still good on the K1200S. It's not
7: a discount, bro.
0: This is a very bad buyer. Uh, This is a bad buyer. He's now had three trips into my store, and now I won't even get up to talk to him. He is a waste of my fucking time.
7: Yeah.
0: He ain't buying shit as far as I'm Hmm. concerned. He's a fucking idiot, and he's going to have to wave money at me <laughs> to get me to get up from my computer to even pay attention to him now.
2: Okay, right, so break into this. Yeah. This is actually a PSA right now. Mm-hmm. So the people that are actually buying bikes or looking to buy bikes... Don't bike, throw
0: a number out unless you have that much money in your fucking pocket. Right, yeah. because you were willing, yeah. you as a, a shop owner and a person yeah. that has a zero-mile bike... I just decided to give you $1,000. Right. Let's Right. not lose sight of the fact that I just gave him 1000 thousand dollars right and if i'm going to give you one thousand dollars you'd better be at the lead of the respect train
5: hey that doesn't even matter though if he made an
0: offer if it was one dollar off it was
5: if it was a hundred dollars more than you were asking he made an offer you accepted the offer it's a deal i cannot
0: tell you how many times we've had offers made that people have no intention of living up to this
5: is not a custom built
2: thing that's like there's interpreted value to the item this is a zero-mile thing that has a definite value. Right. Okay? Yeah. It was $16,999. So right. right. And it so has you, an MSRP. Right. Exactly. exactly. So you are willing. It's like if you can wait six months, you will get your value. Right. So you're literally, when you say you're giving the guy $1,000, yeah. you are literally giving the guy yes. $1,000 because you don't want to wait the extra six months.
0: One of my favorite terms is, who else gave you $1,000 today? Right. Yeah. Right? Give me the name give me the list of names of people. What gave you thousand dollars today? Right. And I've also had people when I've given them a discount on something through negotiations, ask if they could get a bigger discount. Hmm. And I That's usually okay. say, well, the problem oh. is we've, you've asked for this much discount discount. And I've gave, given it to you. Hmm. So yeah, if you are going to make an offer, you'd better damn well be ready to live up to it. And if you're not, you just lost that deal.
2: Right. I mean, you may never get
0: a chance to buy that bike again. And
2: in, in the motorcycle community, I mean, you're kind of a dick.
0: You're a dick. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I mean, this, Not to get off the subject. Yeah. But I used to like it better when we would just drink out of the bottle.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> so all this fancy glasses yeah. I went and bought. I like the ice, That's,
1: you know, yeah. coming right out of the freezer. You know, I like this. You're Ron. a fucking Yeah. My uncle Ron a is the guy that. Oh, you just want it to go down easier. I see.
2: My Uncle Ron is the guy said, who introduced me to drinking, Yeah, and he had a pinky ring, and he always tinkled the glass. Yes, he always yes. had the tinkly glass. Yeah. So that just reminds me of that, yeah. You can drinking one, I,
1: Dude, I do not
8: yeah. like John and mind. I were hanging out a little bit pretty last shit. night, and one of the like things mind. we said when we were talking shit. about deals
1: <gasps> and stuff, and it's kind of the flip side. You you talk about this guy here <laughs> who shows up and makes an offer and then bails Keno. on it and everything, but the advantage, we had talked a little bit, <laughs> in, we talked about you and how you... Go out there in the world, you have usually a good wad of cash, yep. a pickup truck and or a trailer. Yep, I would take and, it right now. And and you were able to capitalize <laughs> on the other end of it where it's like, bam, I've got money here right. now. This is it. Green in your face. And you might, you know, somebody might be asking $5,000 and you walk away with it for
0: two. Of course. My buying tactic because is Because you're simple. here now with cash. My buying protocol is if I want that thing, I'm going to make sure I show up with all the assets I need to get that thing. And it's up to my skill as a negotiator to get the price I want to pay. And you might get that other bike that's sitting back there oh, that's that they weren't even trying to sell. Bonus <laughs> Just throw
1: that yeah. in, too. Hey. Yeah.
3: But on the negative side, yeah. if you yeah. don't do that, yeah. you have you get something that like happened to Luke with that 350. Right. Luke goes to the guy's house. He was ready to buy the bike. He found exactly what he needed. He it had a rack of the carbs that he wanted for mm-hmm. the CB350Fs. Mm-hmm. He makes a deal with the guy... Right, then the guy is a ghost. So if you come prepared with the cash, with your trailer, ready to go, and you you need to make the deal then and there and then take it with you because a buyer will say, and it's happened to me before, you know, I, I changed my mind. I tell you right, b- more. That's right. a more. sell yeah. a more. No, as soon as you offer them some money, they yeah. think
1: it's worth more.
3: Exactly. So I, you,
0: well, that was easy. I achieved that goal. I should have worked harder. On
1: Craigslist, when I respond to an ad, it's already a killer deal. I can already. I've only responded because you that looks like a killer deal. And what I say is I want to buy your blah, 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 blah. Right. When can I come get it? Right. Here's I my number. currently in
5: this. Nigeria, but I will send my, my representative. <laughs>
1: my son, who's a prince,
0: will be there shortly. So
1: just because I said I want to buy it, it doesn't mean I'm going to actually buy it. I mean, I I usually try to say I want to look at it. And this, when can
0: I come look at it? I want to talk, buy it. When can I come look at it? And what we're doing is I want people to understand that Sorry. what we're talking about right now, I only want to focus on... Because, you know, we did a whole podcast about selling shit on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. We did a whole podcast about selling shit on eBay. That's good. But we need to address the fact that maybe it's just in our current culture where we have lost respect for being a good buyer. Because Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. we are being reinforced by Amazon, which is just if I click enough times, I'll get a lower price. (laughs) If I click to enough websites, I'll get a lower price. And Mm -hmm. that people are trained to ask for a discount, even though you maybe not have done anything to deserve it. But there's a huge difference. So are you buying a new
2: bike or a used bike? Doesn't or a vintage bike? Doesn't no, it does. Well, no, no, here no, no, al- no. what also
0: comes into yeah.
5: effect, are you shopping at a dealer, or are you calling Joe Blow, who's selling it down no, but the corner? here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing. If you're buying a new bike, you're shopping price, because all the guys have the same product. And it's just, what best price can you get for that product? But if you're going to a dealer like Phil, who has, say vintage bikes that are in a certain condition or whatever that changes the whole ball game are you going to go to somebody that has this bike
0: that has like 35% rust or somebody that has I don't work rust, the bike I work whatever. the deal right so I'm right. a buyer I'm a pro buyer buying is what I do I buy bikes if I were out right now and my goal was to buy a 2015 Kawasaki versus I would like to think that buying a 2015 Kawasaki versus I will come back with lower miles in better condition, and spend less money than somebody who doesn't done, who hasn't done as much research as me or isn't as qualified of a buyer. Right. And that's a modern, available, common buddy. And that's my job, is to come back with the least price paid so that when I sell it, I make the most amount of money to pay my people who work here.
2: But do you think buyers are not taking any of that information in, into
0: consideration when they're coming to you? I think that buyers have completely skipped... No, I actually think that buyers who come here only think that they should ask for a discount. Hmm. And they have done no research beyond that. They, You can see the fear in their eyes. I've talked to them about the bike. I've educated them on what they're looking at or what they're interested in. I've shown them clearly that we have it. And you can see that there's this pause, this pregnant pause, where they'll talk about everything in the world except for what they really want to talk about, hmm. and that is they're terrified that at some point they're going to have to make an offer. Hmm. And usually they won't make an offer because that takes balls. Right. And, and they, they ask have for their mom's
3: number and then mm. the mom makes an offer.
0: Well, that's
1: a thing too. And they have to make an offer because over Because you know, so. because you've already made your offer. It's on the handlebars. You've put it out there. So it's their job to I've counter. I've done my research. So they could counter. They could say I only want to give it I you know what? If you give me that bike I wouldn't take it. Yep. When you're, you come back and say well what if what if you what if you, you gave me 100. Bucks. You know, what I mean like it it can go back and forth. Of course. A hundred times. Absolutely. The best ones do. It can go back and forth and you can walk away and you can come back the next day. You know, like yep. it, that's sometimes the best strategy. Go ahead. Anyway.
6: So do you like the buyers that come in and look at the number on your ticket and say, Okay, I'll buy it for that.
0: And that happens. Of it sure. happens
6: all the time. I know, get that bought seven yeah. bikes from you like
0: that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'll like, buy that. If if my price is reasonable and if you've checked me out, you'll find that the pricing that I do on the bikes is actually very careful. And you know why I like paying list price? Because I can come
6: back to you and say exactly. you're rich. Well no no, no no, 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 because it's not like I'm buying
0: expensive <laughs> No because stuff. but he expresses a value. He no. assesses a value to being me being here. Exactly. And that's the difference right. between the internet and reality. Right. Mm-hmm. The reality is
2: is if you actually don't fuck over a dealer when you buy a bike and you want something done or you need help or something like that, your local dealer will take care of you.
0: I always take his phone calls. Right.
2: Right. Always. And guess what? When yeah. you need tires, because right. guess what? Every motorcycle needs tires. Every scooter needs tires. Every Everything needs tires. And if you buy a bike and you do a good job with yeah. the person that you bought it from... What's going to happen when somebody buys a bike from you at, like, decent price, not, like, a, a, a bullshit negotiation or whatever, and they come back
0: well, John, and they say, hey, I put 10,000 miles in this bike and I need tires. What are you going to do to that guy? You get tires. I will right. sell you some tires. Rock on, dude. You need tires. We'll take care of you. Right. But we know Chris Chris and I have established a relationship, and it's not just because he comes in and he acknowledges fair trade. It's because we have a relationship where I know he's not a chiseler. Right, you know.
6: But to me, and 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 I'm probably the most un- uneducated motorcycle person here. Right. Is you what you do with buyers? Right. is You spend time and you help educate the. We about this yep. specific bike right, right here, the one And I was I was very taken aback the first time I came into your shop, yeah. you know, however many years ago. I thought, yeah. This guy's a pretty straight fucking shooter. Yeah. And you're right around the corner. And I thought, no, I am
0: arrogant as fuck. Like, how much? How make much no time? Mistake.
6: Well, but but it's it's yeah. okay to be arrogant. But right. you're you're a good communicator, right. and you answered the questions. And we try to filter through, through the bullshit the well, pretty
2: quickly. How much time did you spend? with, When I walked in today, I was here a little early. You know, whatever. Yeah. How much time did you spend with the two people that that were leaving, yeah. but were also like ecstatic to leave and think about their potential future purchase today. Yeah. How much time did you spend with them? An hour. An hour. Yeah. And and your last statement to them was like
0: You're going to leave today. But you're going to be back at some point. You're going to buy a scooter. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because they spent an hour here. Like right. they took an hour of their day and spent it here and they asked 25 really good questions. They asked 25 really good questions. They has they didn't ask horseshit questions. They asked good questions that people would ask if they were ready to make a decision about getting into bikes and getting into two wheels. Being a good buyer is all about having a clear fucking goal. And it's not coming in and shooting fish in a barrel and coming in and saying, like, well, what's the cheapest thing you can sell me? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, you know.
4: <laughs>
0: I don't want you in my shop. Right. You're so, you're all over the fucking place. And if I interview, you know, when we're having a conversation, I'm trying to figure out where you are. Mm-hmm. So do I need to show you the BMW F800ST or do I need to show you a fucking Vespa 300? You know, there's a lot of stuff here. I need to know what angle. I need to know what row to put you in. What are you Camaro for? Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Where does your butt start to, you know, twitch a little bit? Right? And I I need to know that pretty quickly but if I get a guy who's just like, you know, ah, I just want somebody to talk to me like I'm a human being. Well, we call that the girlfriend experience. <laughs> you just want to be treated like a customer today because the people at work don't respect you or whatever. And you just want to come in and have people treat you like you might spend some money. And that, that pretending that you're going to buy something, I can see through that pretty fast. You know, we, I've learned to identify that. Back in uh,
1: 1999 or 2000, or I don't know, whenever you were at West 25th, yeah. I used to stop in there every once in a while just because I want to look at everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you got any projects for like $500 with the title? Son? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well have said son. If there was one for $500 with the title that was a complete bike, I would have bought it myself. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, pretty much makes sense. Oh, what did I say? What I say? I was like, why are you trying to get into my game? My game is buying the cheap bikes with the titles. Yeah. Right, why would I sell that to you? It's my game to buy those fucking things. Go fuck your hat, McElfresh. In the nicest possible way. Well, but the whole thing is, like, I want to make sure that part of this experience... Yeah, we do like weird shit. We do go after the not normal when it comes to a lot of motorcycles... And so, one, be super-duper educated about, about the bike you're interest, interested in. Obviously, you're passionate about it, whatever the bike it is. I don't you know, whatever the bike is, make sure that you know more about that bike than the person selling it. Well, we're all, like, motorcycle vampires. Yes, maybe. we are.
1: Yes, <laughs> we're we are. way, 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 way ahead of We game. are <laughs> way queer so for these bikes. So there's yeah. so many we, other
5: people out there who are like, they just...
1: Like to write something. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't even know really what I want But to sometimes ride, the but
5: sellers you come, come up against are these motorcycle vampires too. Right, like right, the, right. the PC 800 guys are. Yeah, you're going to. Oh, yeah. That's going to attract. Um, or, or the BMW model. crowd. There's there's guys there that just like. They 80% know the shit inside the no. in Ohio.
1: Well, I'm sure. I can't imagine <laughs> right. how many times you've been stumped the professor. Like, well, this is a. Br- br-
0: br- 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 and About three times a week, I get somebody coming here today. Somebody coming to the shop that has no intention of buying anything. But they know one thing about Um. (laughs) KZ900s. They know one thing, and they need to work that thing into a conversation if it takes them three hours to do it. And what they don't know is, I've got 300 things to do every fucking hour I'm in this shop, and then every time the phone rings, 50% of the Mm -hmm. time it's a fire that needs to be put out.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So... The other 50% is somebody that should be paying you for advice. For paying me for advice, and that's true. And that is, and we don't like to distribute free advice. We want you to come in and pay $90 an hour for it. Because <laughs> that's how we pay the bills. So when we have that, this guy blew the deal on the PC-800. And he blew the deal on the PC-800 because when he opened and he said, will you take 2000 And I went, that is way too too big of a discount. That is so far below the 3500 I have on it that I better feel like I'm getting something in the deal. That's kooky talk. And I said, so maybe, though, maybe, maybe you have something I want. So maybe the $2,000 is a thing, but maybe you <clears> don't <throat> need Grandpa's shotgun anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> look, I'll admit it. I got a streak of the gun fag in me, so <laughs> I do usually say, oh. "Maybe you got Grandpa's shotgun you don't want anymore," or something like that. I throw that into the mix. You got a sweet sixteen hanging out somewhere. Right. If you got a sweet sixteen oh, hanging out, we're gonna talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, no, that means something different to gun there. fags. That yeah. means something different. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a nice look. look I got my yeah, belly that way. Right. This is the point. And so, usually, oh, wow. when somebody can't come up with enough cash. And I respect him because there have been times when I've gone to look at a $3,500 bike but I only had $2,000 cash in my pocket. Mm. And you can make that deal work. You'd better be charismatic. But... You can make that deal work, but you'd better be charismatic. And when he came in and he drove a long distance, like I said, 2,000, <laughs> you'd better have something else I'm interested in. You a might want to be, looking down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be
1: looking, looking down, kind of kicking right. your How's shoes, being like, I really love this bike, mm-hmm. and I know this is going to be a really low ball, right. but, I mean, is there any chance you take? <laughs> so
6: how'd the, how'd the uh, story story end up with the guy in the uh,
0: I told I him know, that I wanted twenty five hundred dollars and I told him twenty five hundred dollars is my absolute minimum, which it is.
3: Yeah.
0: Twenty five hundred dollars. Is, totally reasonable for is my but absolute fuck, yeah. minimum for that bike. That is because I could get on that price. bike and I could ride it to California.
6: Yeah.
0: It is a reliable daily rider PC eight hundred. And it's a fair price for okay. anybody. So? And he couldn't do it. We'll see. Couldn't swallow another five hundred bucks? He couldn't swallow another five hundred bucks. Now he was like, Well will you take twenty two fifty? Now when somebody tells you that twenty five hundred is their absolute lowest, whoever talks next loses. It's an insult. Yeah. If you come at me with anything other than I have two thousand dollars and this Remington eight seventy Wingmaster,
4: yeah.
0: or I have two thousand dollars and, you know, my grandma's <laughs> Steve Popper wedding for ring for a weekend. <laughs> and the I, price goes up to 35 thirty five. And I hear you million. like I, hear, I eat a lot. I hear you like red pandas. I have a red panda. You know, like this kind of thing. Like yeah. I don't care how weird or exotic or freaky it is, but be prepared to come at me with the two thousand you have and something better. A wild card, right? Right. A wild card, yeah. right? Mm, but he said right. but he then took it one step further and said twenty two fifty. And what I can tell you from dealing with some of the best negotiators in the world, Larry Newberry. Mm. Is when somebody says that their bottom is their bottom, don't go under it.
4: Yeah, you will lose
0: the deal. They had better be a power bottom. Do you see (laughs) that on TV shows too, like the American
5: Pickers or one of those things where? Don't insult them. You insult the seller. But but it's
0: easy to say what not to do. Right. So what should he have done? What he should have done is walked away. If he was, if he was with. If he knew that his bottom was uh, 2,000, if he knew that he drove here from wherever distance he drove and he only had $2,000 dollars, and he had nothing else he was willing to put in, and he drove two hours to find out if he could save $1,500 because that's what he's doing. He's done going from 3,500 to 2,000. He's saying to his friends, "If he pulls the deal off, he's going to go to his friends and say, "I got this bike for 1,500 less than the guy was asking, and that's worth driving two hours." And it is, and he's right. Yeah. The point is when I said my bottom was 25, $2500. He should no, have taken, taken a breath. He still had a $1000 discount. He should have taken a breath. Again, again and
3: Going long and hard if you really yeah. wanted that bike. You I'm, going, dis- across the really street, that I'm bike.
5: going across the street to get a cup of coffee. Exactly. I Disengage. I'd at least did a walk away. Disengage. Right.
0: Walk away. Yeah. yeah. Walk and that's away. the
5: same thing with the same analogy about being in a third world country yeah. and negotiating at a bazaar or whatever. It's like Second, second you, world
0: country at best, Oscar. Okay, right, right. Mexico's a second right, world right, country at best.
5: If you <laughs> if you want to test yeah. if it's really their
0: <laughs> bottom line, just say just like walk away. I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna walk go away. think about it. Because, take a stock, take a second to think about it. Because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you. Had he walked away, had he been cool, had he what is Fonzie? Yeah. Fonzie's cool.
1: Cool. I would have even said Yep. That's a fair price. I understand. It's just, I wanted I,
0: just a little more. I thought I could get it for less. I understand I understand your position. Had he just said, you know what? Give me a minute. If he would have said, yeah, 2500 Okay, I need a minute. And he had taken a minute and walked away. There is a strong chance that a seller, a good seller, a real seller, even in a dealership seller, because the... When everybody talks about like buying on the street versus buying at the dealership, I'm gonna fucking clue you to some cool shit right now. Dealers want to sell their shit just as bad as Joe, Joe Blow does. <laughs> the only difference is dealers got more shit.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay, you Joe Blow's got one problem, child. He needs to sell. Dealer might have forty or fifty. Yeah. You got pulled at a dealership. Don't mistake your position as that you are disadvantaged at a dealership. You are not. You, in fact, are in very good position at a dealership. I don't know a single dealership in the world that takes a bike in on trade that's got problems.
4: Mm.
0: Whereas Joe Blow usually hides the shit out of problems. (laughs) Although Sill still has my mana. Well, okay, but the idea behind a dealership, at least the people who work at the dealership, when the bike comes in, they look over the bike before it comes in for trade. Would you rather take Joe Blow's opinion who has zero other motorcycles in his garage, or would you rather take the dealer who's got people like Johnny or Luke or me looking over a bike before we take it in on trade? Because if you think I'm going to let a bike with a bad cam come in here,
3: I'm probably not. not as well. <laughs> It's just going to be a headache for you when you sell it. Right. And if I take a bike in in on
0: trade, I'm probably going to go take it out for a ride and beat the shit out of it before I take it in on trade to make sure it does what it's supposed to do, which is something I do. The the walkways work so many times for me. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And you know what? The person either
3: comes back and says, you know, okay, you know, I really hate to take the... uh, Just the common... like this... Joe Blow will say, I
0: really hate to take the hit. Exactly. We got a deal. At the end of the day, you're the dude who's <laughs> just offered me 2k. You're the go- dude who offered me 2k. <clears throat> and I could sit here and I could list it and I could play the game and I could talk to 50 more people to get my 2500. But that's $10 per person. You tell the guy, there's like
5: mm.
0: you can answer 10 more
5: phone calls, right. 10 more emails, right. wait for guys to show up that never show up. Right. I'm a guy here with money in my pocket right now. I'm a buyer. Yeah. Those are thirty day Craigslist bikes.
4: Yep. yep. Another
1: thing we talked about is you're willing to get your price. Right. We wanna we wanna dump something. we right. like, I got this bike, I gotta yeah. get rid of it, I wanna yeah. buy something else. <laughs> I just I need I need to sell this. I need to sell yeah. it. You're very good at saying, No, this is my price, I gotta get this price, this is what makes me money, this is
0: what this is oh, worth. Oh, I will wait a motherfucker out. I mean I do. You can't rush me. No. It is impossible to rush me. I've been playing this stupid game for 18 years, <laughs> with a license, and 20 years before that with no license. How long did the uh,
1: Kawasaki sit around before the it triple? Comes yeah, oh long. I mean, and that's not even long. <laughs> I mean, that's like six years, right? Five years or something. <clears throat> You've been trying to sell it for a
0: while. Yeah, but that's not even like but it that. took a while for the yeah. right person who appreciated yeah. it, who wanted it. Yeah. But my black bomber, I hung around and hunted that thing for like 14 years. But there's a buyer for every bike. Ask for every seat. I stand by that statement. There's an ask for every seat. And if you hang in there, I love it when a guy's like, look, you sold me that bike too cheap. No, I didn't. You're happy and I'm happy. That's a perfect deal. That's a perfect deal. (laughs) Yep. Oh, but in 1978, I sold this Monte Carlo I had that would be worth $50,000 today. Who gives a fuck? You sold it at the time you sold it for the price you needed to get to pay the bills, you know? Fair market market value. Don't lament the thing you let go too cheap. I've sold some H2s for prices that would make H2 people sick just because it was the right deal at the moment. It was the right deal at the time. I didn't lose money. I made money. Now, had I hung on to them for another 12 years, I could have made four times as much money. I've made money, but yeah. I could have probably made more money. More. Yeah. yeah, the part of and being
5: a good if, buyer If is, your is, aunt had balls, should be your uncle, too. Exactly. I mean, it's like Honda <laughs> yeah. um,
0: kind of 50s it's when you're nuts You, you buy bucks. every Honda kind of yeah. 50 that came oh, across your doorstep. If I could still. go back
5: in
1: time...
0: Yes. If I could go back in time, apparently all I would buy is CT-70s. I'd buy lottery tickets. Fuck that. I'd be CT-70 king. I'd be the CT-70 king of Ohio, because apparently those are worth $1,000 a piece.
3: Monkey mm-hmm. like legs,
0: too. Yeah, exactly, ahead. in any uh-huh. condition. So. so, I mean, so, if
3: you want to summarize the kind of the thing, you you're coming. You want to be educated yes. about what you're
0: going to buy. Yeah, and don't be afraid to go to a dealership to get what you need because the dealer is no different than anybody else. He just has a better selection. vetting system. Mm-hmm. And a better system, selection. Well, could be. If you're looking for an oddball bike like I am, I'm looking for a weird bike. So the personal, the bike I happen to be looking for is not a bike that a lot of dealers have. Now, I happen to find a dealer in Cincinnati that has the bike that I want on his floor. It's the right year, It's the right model. It's even the right color. And I've talked to the dealer, and his price is very close to where I want to be. And the next time I have the opportunity to be down there, I will stop, and I'll see the bike. And he'll see my plate from out of state or out <laughs> of county, and he'll see my pickup truck. And he'll notice my tie-down straps and my ramp.
1: But you got friends down there, you could have somebody drive you over.
0: I don't care. <laughs> you know what? The thing about being a good buyer is I'm a good buyer, even when I show up in a pickup truck with a trailer and tie down straps, it doesn't change the fact that I'm anything other than a good buyer. Have you you're a motivated too much? buyer too. Have you ever you're been too motivated. generous? I you're yes. You're- I have bought bikes for too much money, C B one thousand big one. C B R one thousand.
2: But do you understand the, the knowledge that you're like Giving out on the interwebs, so like this is you like, don't need
5: to be able to apply it though. Well, no, but
2: this yeah. is the thing. Like this is why this bot this podcast doesn't suck. No, you're actually giving out information
0: to people that they don't. I want a better quality customer. Hi, we're, right. Cleveland Moto. Hi, we're Cleveland we Moto. We don't suck. We don't suck as bad as we well. should. We right. suck. We are better swallow. than you. Right. <laughs> We're <laughs> better, <laughs> than you. but that's the, not the for ideal. free anyway. We don't suck, but we'll give you a reach around. Right. Well, the idea behind it is I want to build a better quality buyer. <laughs> right. So I would feel better. <laughs> like I would feel better if everybody that came through the door was a better buyer. Right. And like that means don't come in for the Phil Waters experience. Don't come. Don't come in because you want to date somebody. Don't come in because you need a friend. Come in because you want to buy some shit. Mm-hmm. And if you show up and you got your game on and you know what you're doing, we're all going to have a better time. Yeah. You know? now,
6: what if we come in for the free
2: coffee down in West
6: I know,
0: exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of luck here. here. Right. <laughs> Call St. Vitus, I guess. But, you know, that's, um, no, but
2: what's yeah. rare is that you give an insight into an owner and buyer and, yeah. and provocateur
0: of vintage but. I, I want the whole world to be better at doing this. Yep. I think that. He's got the whole oh. world. John? In his hands. What, what did we used to do Tuesday mornings? <laughs> we would fight for the Trading Times. Oh. Right? Oh, God. Thursday. Right. Yeah, I forgot Wednesday night. Wednesday night. So <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, it was Wednesday night. So Wednesday night at midnight 01, you'd go down to the Lawsons. So you'd go down to Lawsons and you'd wait for the truck to show up and he'd throw a batch of Trading Times. Out, and the guy would come out and grab the Trading Times, cut the strap off, <laughs> and sell you a paper for a buck that had everything that was for sale within a 300 mile radius oh, the trading times was the best. in micro oh, yeah. dot print. You couldn't yeah. read it without two pairs <coughs> of cheaters. It was right? better than porn. It was better than porn. Your circle. So yep, and, you oh, would, yeah. and you'd know. circle shit and maybe put a star next to it. Came off. Okay. Game on, on. And this is the penny saver. This is the penny Pincher. This is the Yankee, and there's peddler. that line.
1: Holy fuck. I'm calling this guy.
0: Now. and you'd scroll down and it's fucking midnight o five. and you're sitting in your car, it's eight degrees, there's snow, and you're reading the trading times, and you're like, <laughs> Oh, oh shit. shit. This motherfucker doesn't know what he's got. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That is my favorite <laughs> phrase ever <laughs> when reading the Trading Times. Yeah. This motherfucker doesn't know what, what he's got. Yeah. Oh my god. You mean that's an El Camino? Wow. SS with. Oh, shit. This motherfucker doesn't know what he's got. So it's like Joe Dirt. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You got a him in it. So wait, wait, wait. You got a him in it. Wait, his ad says, his says, ad says El Camino, and Camino is spelled wrong, and it says 396, which means he doesn't even know it's a super sport. Fuck. I'm calling this guy right fucking now. Oh, and we would make the call at 1210 in the morning because... Proxy like like protocol be damned. <laughs> We're making this fucking call, and you call and you get this fucking dude who's working at seven o'clock in the morning, and you get this dude and you're like, because back in the old days you picked up your phone because oh, yeah. it was ringing in the kitchen, you know, and you <coughs> run downstairs you and you don't pick it, pick the phone it up, up. It won't stop ringing. It won't stop ringing. <laughs> <laughs> so you run downstairs. You want don't want the kids to wake up and be like, look, I saw your ad in, in the Trading Times. Give you up. I have money. When can I meet you to buy this? That's the way it worked back then. And you might not be the first person in his driveway. Usually I have money and I have a boner. (laughs) (laughs) I have money and I can't talk to you over over my fantasy about owning the stupid thing you just listed. But that's the way that worked, so you had to have a good game you had to be prompt you had to be punctual you had to show up with money otherwise you missed everything you lost everything if you waited until the next morning to Some buy your trading times, come up and, uh, it was already sold he hesitates his loss everything in the trading times that was good was gone three hours after it, came, it, it hit the dirt so you had to be good now nobody has to be good because the whole internet is based on I have the internet well you're fucking special good for you you have, but, this, you have but the nobody internet nobody responds either so you don't know, it's almost random
3: half the time.
0: I've got 31 bikes on Cycle Trader. 31 bikes on Cycle Trader. I get about 26 emails to 40 emails per day that all say the following thing. This Do you still good. have this bike? Do you know why? Because on Cycle Trader, you don't even have to type those words in. There's a button that says, "Do you still mm-hmm. have this bike?" It says, "Ask the seller a question." Do you still have that? That's this? another thing for that's a seller. You one, need it's and a it one comes click. It says yes. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah there is on the market on the marketplace. That's a one click. Like it's a one click. I've done it several times by accident, by when accident. just looking at some exactly. of other shit. I'm like, oh, they don't even have I to. I got to type. a response. What, what, wait a minute, what is this? They don't even have to what take. Have to type? Oh, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a message. Oh yeah, I
5: still have it. What? You see on Craigslist all the time. Like I messaged you. On Craigslist, guys will say, like, if the ad is posted, the bike still is available. It. Yeah, right.
0: And if you're interested it gets, it gets in this bike... Guys, give me that fucking jack off. And you're not... Well, if you're interested in this bike and you're not a serial fuckover... <laughs> over, do the, them out there. Take the time to write me a paragraph about why you like this bike. Yeah. Because I think that's hilarious. You put that in the bottom of an ad, and then you still see the people are like, "Do you, is the bike still available? Well, you nope. know they're just pressing the one I'd button. i have never or do, or do that. Real. Right, exactly. I so, say... What do I say? There's another I button.
1: Buy, I want to buy the bike. Yep. I'm interested in buying it. When can I come look yep. at it? And all that will happen with me in person with a lot right. of cash in my exactly. pocket. Exactly. If I don't have the money, yep. if I can't, yep. then I don't have the time to come and look at the
0: shit yep. and jump on it when it's there, then I don't even fuck around with it. And thing. the other thing that will happen every day. I never ask questions. 31 bikes on Craig. 31 bikes on cycle trader. Every single day, I get no less than 20 people making me an offer. Will you take two thousand? I would. I mean,
1: how many people did I tell to ignore that? Yes, just ignore that. Just ignore that. How much will you take?
5: How much exactly? What's
0: what's the least you'll take? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I assure you, if you think you're a buyer and you use that tactic of just cold, straight-ass fucking, like I like that bike. That's cool. I wonder if he'll take two thousand. Will you take two thousand? Or how much will you take? The first email. What's the lowest you'll take? If you yeah. haven't come here, if you haven't respected me enough to visit the bike, if you haven't asked me for 50 more pictures if you're in New Mexico, yep. if you haven't done something on your side to show me that you're fucking legitimately interested, then all you are is a time-wasting piece of shit that just asked me what's the lowest I'll take. Yeah. And it's always a ludicrous number. If I have a $4,000 bike and somebody <laughs> asks me if they'll take $2,000, nobody ever asks me, "Will I take 3650 Everyone is fishing. And that's become standard operating procedure lately. Exactly. I mean, and I'm going to tell you, half or less. If uh. you think it works, it doesn't.
3: Well, if you're serious, the way I respond, and yeah. if it's within a 300 mile radius, yeah. I I say, call me. This is my phone number. Yeah. Call me at this number. Yeah. I would like to. I would like to come and see it. Right. Call me at this number. Yeah. I'm local. Right. I'm within three hundred miles. Yeah. Or like if it's local around here, then I'd say I'm in Cleveland or yeah. Lakewood or whatever. But if it's someplace else, I'd just say I'm in Cleveland because right. it's and then yeah. I think if you have a number, if somebody responds with their telephone number Exactly that's... and it's a legit number and it it's and it cross references I mean I know you can't that's not exactly listen right to now. That's
6: you. No.
3: No, you true. No, but I'm just saying if no, somebody I'm sends me a, a number, number, if I'm selling something and they send I say leave a phone number, I'll call you right back. If they send me a number and it's not from where they say they are,
0: then they're ignored. Any ad you post. So I
3: cross-reference their their area code with where they say they are from.
0: And not to drift into that because we talked about that as being a good seller. Selling bikes on eBay, selling bikes on Craigslist. We're talking about buying. But, yes, if you are buying, remember that the person you're buying from is being inundated by scammers that are trying to help him sell his bike, Right? And you don't want you want to make sure they don't know they they don't confuse you as a scammer. Is there a time when you shouldn't haggle? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
5: If you recognize the deal. Immediately.
0: John, do
1: you think I haggled with the guy over the twenty five dollar riding lawnmower? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I should hope not. Not at all. Yeah.
1: Do you think I haggled not, over the guy who was the original owner of a beautiful, pristine CB seven hundred and fifty yeah. that's his father bought new yeah. that was offering it to me yeah. as a bro deal for five hundred bucks?
3: <laughs> oh, okay. like, no oh, shit. I,
1: I, I felt no, bro bad Bro deals are never haggled though. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's a certain deer. time when you don't haggle right. You yeah. throw that motherfucker that's the right. money And yeah. if you're working with yeah. a, a friend you Give him you know, a kiss, all I
4: all
0: hug it out yeah. And take that fucking butt. Yeah. <laughs> and if you got a bro deal <laughs> If you got a bro deal And you is don't like it All you gotta say is I just can't do this right now my wife will kill me. My wife will kill me. Whatever. I hate the, like, white. No, the oh, wife. No, the wife will kill me. Yeah. To me is, yeah. Yeah, around here, mm-hmm. that doesn't mm-hmm. work. Well, well
5: the wife's excuse true? cuts both ways, though. Like that does oh, sometimes a <laughs> guy comes to look, at he's okay. like, "My wife will kill me." Yeah, well, but sometimes you, gotta sad, look, sometimes you got to look. Sometimes you got to look at a bike, and the guy's like, "I, yeah, I just wife? got married. My wife just had a she baby." Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. "She doesn't like motorcycles."
1: Now you're asking me to gut you. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Yeah, you're just
0: bending over the barrel right there. As a buyer. To be a better buyer, everything is all about make sure that you're prepared. Make sure that you're ready to go. Everything that you can do as a buyer should be all focused on one thing and one thing only. Getting the best possible bike in your fucking clutches. you got to be willing to kiss ten frogs. you got to be willing to go and look at some bikes, check some shit out, because... If you know what you're looking for, if you've got the dream bike, the one bike that you want to buy, I've asked about nine people to send me more pictures.
4: Because
0: mm. they're fucking far away. I'm talking yeah. to a guy in New Mexico. <laughs> you're going to fly in right? there and I'm talking so to a guy that. in New Mexico about a $2,500 bike. For me, buying anything is like a two-year process. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, fuck
3: yeah. <laughs> anything new for, from for oh, it. me. That's what I can't Oh, I
1: decide <laughs> I want to buy a boat. Or yeah. a uh, motorcycle. Right. I, I sit there and look and yeah. look. And it's look paralysis look. by analysis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I didn't have the money at that time. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, it has to. Be, it has to be the stars have to fucking align, yeah. where the most killer fucking deal has yeah. to happen. Well, Johnny as Krome, I have
0: a wad of cash. Johnny Chrome is the king of trading on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> he is the <laughs> I don't know the last time he spent money. He just does trades. Mm-hmm. Mystical, strange trades. He's trying to take my, Jedi, mind <laughs> Jedi mind tricks. Jedi
8: mind tricks. Yeah. yeah, but this it's the, is same the chopper
1: t- you're looking for. <laughs> you, you
8: notice that other people say the same thing, but yeah. like, I, I have this weakness, trading for stuff that I like and want. Yeah. Well, I need to get off of that right? road. Yeah. And just look at something for value. And oh go no, no. Trade for shit profiteer. that I don't yeah. want.
0: Right. But you know you like, can profit oh, off. it. I hate that. Right. But you know what? But it makes money. Make money. Yeah. yeah. That's you, what you I need. Yeah, but yeah. that yeah. takes.
3: It takes it all out of it. If you don't really want... I mean, like, in a business sense, you have to trade for what you don't want, and you
0: trade and sell things that you don't care about. It still bites me in the ass that Harley's been sitting here how long? Right. I mean, we've all watched fucking mold grow on that Harley. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great bike and whatnot, and I just dropped the price on it to like an absurd, like six thousand dollars. It's way it's too cheap. Turn
8: into a company vehicle for the rest of the season. It might just I'll be ride it. right. Well, I'll just ride it.
0: Just be like, fuck it. I have I'm to taking wonder the, I'm taking the FLH. But yeah. if that had just a black, <laughs> if you just oh no, I've had both sides of that conversation, John. Mm. This bike, for people who don't know, look at uh, Cycle Trader and type in Cleveland Moto. This is a originally from the factory black. Road King, custom, mm. Road King Classic. Sorry, <laughs> Classic, the cheap one. Cla- anytime, any, anytime Harley Davidson uses the word Classic, that means the cheap. Our, uh, base model. Base. Yeah. If they use the word Classic, it means it came in a pickle jar. It was a pickle. It's crunchy. <laughs> I
5: can yeah. go for
0: exactly. A pickle now. You got any? Yeah, they're in the thing. They're in the fridge. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> but ah, the, uh, the Harley though was painted by Tank, a local Harley Davidson, you know, painter, who painted a really nice this white is. and orange flame thing on the side that actually represents the Harley-Davidson col- Luggers, the logo, the Harley-Davidson Colors. Orange. And it's nicely done. It's very tasteful. It's a, I tastefully think it's, done, it's a very tastefully done bike. It yeah. is. And yeah. it's got white wall tire on you know, it. It looks cool. I think that bike looks cool. Yeah. The thing is, 80% of the people it's are like... V-Twin, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 80% of the people come in here and they're like, I'd buy that bike right now if it didn't have the stupid flames on the side. And 20% mm-hmm. of the people are like... That is the coolest, most tasteful, awesome paint job ever. I just can't find $7,000. And if it's you're not aware... very
8: similar. Most people are probably going to look at that...
0: Think it's factors. ...and mistake it for... CDR. No, I
8: mistake it for Harley-Davidson Color Shop.
0: Yep, Color Shop. Thank you. Because That's they
8: produced a paint
0: set... Very similar. ...that was yeah. nearly... Ide- I almost yeah. think that Tank yeah. I looked just it up. mimicked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think Tank just looked at it and went, I could do that. <laughs> Yeah. He I probably said I time. could do that better. Uh huh.
3: The flames interweave through the, the writing. The flames go in and out of the, the
0: writing. Tank, it's very a good. very nice paint job, and it was done with quite a bit of skill. You know, that's showing off oh. Tank's abilities as mm-hmm. a painter. It's a good paint job. There's nothing bad about that paint job.
2: Is this tank out in Aurora? Yeah. Specialties, well, motorcycle specialties. So yeah,
3: how specialties. much would you charge me to put a gear driven camera?
8: Well, Which, I haven't uh, mentioned yeah, I haven't actually brought that up, but we you should. we we talked that
0: same model yeah, year down. Did. No, well, Twin Cam 88, <laughs> baby. We all know Twin Cam 88. And when well, we one in our told shop people right now. it's a it's a hand grenade here. Oh well, yeah. No, and and again, if I were to buy that bike, see, I would probably drive that bike the way it is. I'd roll the dice. I Until do. what? <laughs> probably till the next 20,000 miles. Until, until I sold it to somebody seven. else. <laughs> what if it didn't sell? What's the problem? No, the, the the real deal with that bike is, I don't. The reason it won't sell is because right now people in the used Harley market are not financeable, mm-hmm. and right now the used Harley market is just beat to hell. So. There's no shortage. Every day, every week I take a phone call like, will you buy my 2012 Street Glide for $9,000? Well, I won't buy your 2012 Street Glide because it's a terrible deal. No, because it's a $5,600 bike. Exactly, because the market <laughs> isn't going against you right now. Yeah. And that's a big part of where that is. But it's and, American, not India. Well, the thing is, the Street Glide is a $5,600 bike, where that bike is a 2001... And Anniversary it's, edition. Yeah, who cares? No, it, it's not even that. No. It's just. 03s. O3, yeah. that's the other one. it's a glide, yeah. The diamond. I like 98 better. <laughs> yeah. But the long and short of it is, right now, Harley Davidsons are too cheap. And right now, everybody's trying to. The market is full of people trying to sell a Harley Davidson. If you were a person who desperately wanted to buy a Harley Davidson and you had your shit together, you could have your pick of the goddamn litter yeah. for next yeah. to no money. Because the Harley Davidson dealers are giving way too much for them to get you on a new piece of shit, so at auction they're appearing for fucking nothing, you know. And that's <laughs> that's where it is. I yeah. a laugh. Plus at auction, and you we, talked about
5: we talked about this in a prior podcast. Yeah, people that get financed and then they never make a single payment. on no. them. so you got like a. Yeah. Six month, eight month old bike. More than bike. half
7: of the of the list was Harley Davidson. Yeah, so right. couldn't so you sad. set?
5: A, couldn't you do that? Buy a bunch of Harleys mm-hmm.
3: and set it up like JB Buy Rider, yeah. where you say, "Give me two thousand yeah. bucks," and then you, me you give, yeah. then you have this bike and make payments on. Cover and if they make cover two or most three payments, of your. Yep. And they they then you just repo their bike and you sell it for another 2000.
0: That's the auto leasing format. Yeah, that is yep. that is JB Buyrider. Buyrider. That is ghetto auto financing. Co- cover that is all
8: or most of your initial nut. That is in the down payment. Elegant exactly. autos.
0: Right. you know. And then that is all that is the whole industry. <laughs> that's the whole industry of this game. So, if they, if they don't pay, so But I mean, pay, is there anybody them. doing that with bikes though? Yes. There absolutely. Yeah, oh. Absolutely. There's no shortage of Risky financiers years, And when it comes down To that kind of thing If you are a buyer And you are thinking About that kind of thing Don't ever get into the trap Do not ever walk Into somebody's showroom And goes Now hold on I'm going to get you Into this bike buyer,
5: For payor.
0: 22 You know I'm going to get you three point nine nine percent Until you miss yeah. a payment And it goes do up it. to
8: 29
0: No because <laughs> If you don't understand The way That's, financing works And you're trying to buy A bike on time You are losing And if you drop. do understand The way financing works We sell bikes in here at 1.99% interest through a very reputable company who does it all the time, and that's free money. But here's what I'm going to tell you. 1.99 is not 1.99. 1.99 actually equals 2.99 because they're going to charge you a closing cost or they're going to charge you a finance fee built into it. At the end of the day, 1.99 over three years on a $10,000 bike is going to cost you in the neighborhood of... 400 bucks, 500 bucks. That's pretty fucking cheap to get somebody else's money for three years. 1.99 is not to be sneezed at. However, when you start talking about a used motorcycle, you'll never see the number 1.99 again.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Used motorcycles are going to base out at 9.99 you'll never find an interest rate lower because that's market standard industry standard for RV's boats and motorcycles is 9.99
2: so Phil have you seen any difference in the
0: buying with triumph opening mm.
2: just
0: down oh the good question mm-hmm. yeah because those guys are down there and and so people understand we have a triumph dealership that's what four or five blocks away from yeah. us mm-hmm. give or take right in our patch in our patch for sure but I don't think it's I mean well, let me Finish. Go ahead. You finish. you finish. I've had a very good relationship with Kirk, the guy who runs that Triumph dealership. It's, it's part of State 8, just so you know. Right. Like A lot of people hate on State 8. They, they fucking come in here and they're like, oh, State 8, ah whatever. Look, the reason you're angry at them is that State 8 is a very big dealership. High volume McDonald's. High volume dealership. Shit. But they're very good at what they do. And I've known the owner of that dealership since he worked for J&J Motor Sales in Worcester.
2: Oh yeah, -hmm. So the
0: owner of that shop The owner of State 8 Is a guy who's a dyed in the wool Motorcycle fanatic dude And he's a very honorable Straight up dude The big shops are always gonna have This like there'll be a whole gaggle Of people that are like they fucked me over Well you might have had Expectations that they couldn't fulfill But I assure you they didn't Start their day like how can we fuck over Days you know because I've never had a day where I've shown up the shop and I've been like, now, Johnny, we've got to fuck over Chris. How are we going to fuck over Chris? Not again. <laughs> if
3: if you look yes. on Amazon for anything that they sell. What's that? If you look on Amazon for anything they sell, you know, the five stars and the one stars. well okay. you, you know, You're more likely to look at the one stars to see why people complain. People love drama. But yeah. you know what? The one stars are mostly ignorant people. Yeah. I mean, and they have no clue, like they right. said, oh, I bought this, like, say, a cell phone. I bought this phone, and it, it's a yeah. Verizon phone, and it doesn't work on, on right.
5: T-Mobile. Right. Well, that's why you always look at the reviews that have at least a 1,000 responses. Right. There could right. be a guy on there right. selling fucking iron balls, and there's a guy, so they sent right. me a defective iron ball. It's right. like, what the
0: fuck did you want? You know, Yeah. Like I, iron ball. I've known these guys for a long time, and keep in mind that when you have a shop open up five or six blocks from you, that is nothing other it's than competition. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you are or where you are, that's a, comp- yeah. that's a competition that's just happened. However, what I like about having them there is they're a Triumph dealership. That's their main game. And they filter a lot of their Harleys and other bikes that they see on trade at their Cuyahoga Falls store. They, they cycle those up to this store. And they park them out front, other front of the shop. They'll see a Ducati with a sign on the front of the Ducati that says 39 99 They have, like, big print. Are you bold, face, yeah, bold face font that says "From you can read it from 200 feet away that says this red Ducati is $4,000 and that's going to get a lot of attention because a Ducati for $4,000 to some people that seems like a good deal I don't care for those people, I'm not one of them to me a $4,000 Ducati sounds like $3,000 of work that I'm going to have to pay for in the next very short order but that's their thing. Like, their, their thing is all about selling bikes out. And our thing is more, strangely enough, it's not about selling bikes out. It's about building relationships with customers for a long period of time. And I would rather tell somebody to fuck off than I would to sell them a bike and inherit a problem. Because that was my short game. My short game was sell a bike
4: mm-hmm.
0: even if I inherit a problem. But now I realize that when you inherit a problem, the bike goes away, but the asshole stays. And the asshole won't go away. The asshole just keeps coming there's back. No no, there's no
1: antibiotic for that. No,
0: there's no antibiotic for that. You're not selling right. bikes on eBay that go away to California.
1: Right. Yeah. You're selling bikes here, now, in, in Cleveland. Right. People know where they can yeah. find you. They them. come back.
6: Yeah.
0: I know where right. you live. Yeah. yeah. And our whole thing is, like we do not want to develop relationships, or we do not want to be the place where assholes come to gather and, you know, perform jackassery. We'd rather just kind of be a That's place for right here. Ah uh, yeah, well the podcast. The, uh, but I think that as far as being the buyer goes or like going down the street to those guys, they send us all kinds of people and we send them all kinds of people. And I think we've got a very good relationship with them. I'm always kind of waiting to see like, well, are they going to fuck me over? You know, at some point, is some customer to come in and be like, "I was just down the street with those guys, and they said you were mm. a bunch of child touchers," <laughs> and I'm going to be like, "Bastards!" Define child. I'm a, tutor
8: <laughs> I'm,
0: a, I'm a tutor smoocher. A tutor smoocher. I heard you was a goober smoocher. I heard, <laughs> yeah, I. At some point, at some point, that might happen. And we've had relationships with other shops in the past where we thought we had a relationship, and then we later discovered we didn't have a relationship. But I will tell you that historically, State 8, when we have needed a piece of inventory that we knew they were a dealer for and we contacted them, they were very generous about getting it to us. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty badass. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. They are selling a brand, Triumph, that I decided not to sell. I mean, we, made, we were approached. We decided not to sell Triumph. Now, that might be to our peril, but... We just, it wasn't a good fit for us. So. I don't think they're stepping on you, really. I mean, not, honestly, I mean. No, no I don't think they If you were are. still
1: carrying a Moto Guzzi, then yes, people might
0: have to weigh whether they wanted to buy a Moto Guzzi uh, or a Even if we were. Yeah. But. Yeah. Even if we were, I don't think it's, and I would be fine with that, because we can define the, de- we can define the differences between a Moto Guzzi and a Triumph. That's fine. Absolutely. And if people want that, apples are here, oranges are there, rock on. Uh, what we're doing is different, and. The interesting thing is, I think having another motorcycle dealership. Where are the grapes? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those grapes. The uh, Oh, by the way, have you seen our grapes? Our grapes are the size huge. of big men's testicles. Yeah. Yeah. No, are much bigger. Our grapes are huge. <laughs> yeah. Huge. We've got huge grapes.
5: Yeah, I've seen larger. <laughs> oh my god, those are grapes big grapes. Are
0: those are plump and ready to burst. Yeah. You spend they spend another day in the vine, those things are gonna explode and be all vascular. They've been hanging out <laughs> with their girlfriend in extra the, veiny. in the parents' basement for about
1: three hours. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh. It could wow. go off at any moment. Just one clouded boob on showtime. Yeah. You're gonna scan you channel you're scanning through the channels and you see one slightly pixelated boob. Oh yeah, like it's, the, the one. Like, you, you didn't pay for, but you can still almost make out. And if you just pause. Just long enough. Uh, The uh, good pickles, huh? (laughs) Huh? Those pickles are all right. Yeah. Famous Dave's pickles. You laughed at me, but when he said pickles, I could go for it. We have pickles. It's seedless. No, no, no. There might be a seed in the big ones. Yeah. There might be a half a seed. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All juice, no seeds, baby. (laughs) You swallow a seed, you'll have a grapefruit. All juice, no seeds since 1991. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but outside of that That's all I got Remember that Coming up real shortly Is the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride
7: Yes The disgruntled doing? Is gentleman's like next ride next weekend? 30th? Oh shit Yeah
0: Bum 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 That's n- like next weekend So that's Holy next fuck. Sunday
1: I have like six bikes I was supposed to get ready to ride <laughs> you at to get, the same time I was going to get I'm like well I want to have them all running And I can choose Oh god yeah, I don't even know what I'm riding. Like, that but, was like three months yeah. ago. I was like, well, maybe I'll ride this way. Well. So
0: we've uh, we've adjusted guess, the route. So because the route was too big, <laughs> apparently uh, apparently the folks at Distinguished Gentlemen's Ride thought we were Tubuku. Uh, they were like, oh no, GI, Tubuku. Um uh, still so brother, Tubuku. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I Dinky the... Dao. <laughs> hey, Dinky. Tubuku, <laughs> Dinky Dao. Don't be doing the
6: Dinky Dao.
0: <laughs> no, Dinky Dao is crazy. No. Yeah, uh, but right. yeah, I don't so, even know. You don't even know. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I know that guy. They chopped us down. So what I did is our ride now goes from Porco through the Cuyahoga Valley National okay. Forest and back to Porco. We go to the uh, County Line Saloon mm-hmm. and then we leave the County Line Saloon and we go to the Sipping Post. Okay. Mm. And at that point, the ride is over. So we're at a nice marginally illegal 31 out, 31 miles.
7: Game
0: on. Away from I, where you want to be. Where's the Sipping Post? The Sippin' Post is in North Royalton? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's in North Royalton. Very near Wallins, Bennett, Wallins, Wallin's Road at State. Yeah. Yeah. That, that asshole John oh, Cochran. Right. <laughs> he was right, right near sip there. Sippin' Post is four, if the toilet's four and a half the toilets If the toilet's too full, i gonna go
5: over to your house and take it. Oh, I was just leave. saying, and then we're going to John's house. Okay.
0: okay. Take a dump. So, so my house I just go out in the backyard it. Now, for anybody who's concerned, the ride ends there. Yeah. That is the end of the ride. The so end. we're thirty-one miles. We're only six miles longer than Distinguished what Gentleman's ride it's wants us to be. <laughs> <laughs> but up, at Sippin' Post, the ride is over. We'll however we're riding. However, there will be hospitality waiting for you at Porco. Mm-hmm. Which is part. not at the Sippin' Post. <laughs> you see where I'm going yes. with this? There is her, a period right? of time and space and distance that goes between the sipping post and porco mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. not part of the distinguished gentleman's ride. Yeah, that my so if you had like seven dollars to spend <laughs> you could either spend Just it, so on a on porco, <laughs> don't drive, armpit sweat. Right. Yeah. Or or I would recommend waiting until you're to Porco right. where they're going to feed you liberally right. on some liquor supplier's dollar. Right. So, when you leave the Sippin' Post, I recommend going north, back to Porco. It is not part of the ride. Mm. This is a decision you're making on your own. We, there will be no ride guidance. We yeah. are officially off the hook. So, if anybody sees me at the Sippin' Post and asks me where the next part of the event is, I will give you a hearty. Fuck you, Silver. Hey, and, you uh, yeah. Yep. And, just just like about that.
3: What you're saying is and that the. DGR is less than I ride to work.
0: Yes, exactly. Right. It's it's going to be 31 miles. It's going to be 31 miles for the a DGR. Bit, a slightly slightly, more, than right. slightly more than I ride to work. Slightly more than I ride to work. So the long and short of it is, if you show up at the Cleveland DGR, just letting you know. Right. If you show up at the Cleveland DGR, we are gathering at Porco at 11 a.m. on Sunday, the 30th. So do you think that like a
3: ride
5: longer than 31 miles is going to hurt your prostate? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That, oh. was, that was Steve sleepy sense, I guess. No, no. That
2: noise? <laughs> he
5: just blew it up. Somebody
0: shot That stun gun is terrible. Stun gun, It's yeah. revolting. The, uh, 11.30? 11 o'clock, we are gathering at Borco. I'm easy now, Chris. Wait the go ride, go. Ride. Wait i more. got to go. type it in
6: there. You should
0: type it in, but here's what's important, guys. Register. This is a tip for the pro gamer. <laughs> we are The ride is leaving at noon. You have to register at gentlemen'sride.com. So register at Gentleman'sRide.com if you want to participate in any of the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Uh, they were nice enough to send me a nice little badge I have that says like, it's got a wrench and an umbrella on it because that's oh, very cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. And uh, But the long and short of it is register with Gentleman'sRide.com. Participate in your local DGR. If you don't have one, it's not too late to build I'm one. I'm registered. Please register. I'm registered. Be at Porco I'm at 11. <laughs> uh <laughs> The true <laughs> professionals will probably like, be there at 10. I'm just saying. The ride leaves at noon. Whatever you think you need to do, if you think you can do it in an hour, be there at 11. If you think it will take you more than an hour, be there a little earlier. Don't be there before 10 a.m. <laughs> what you need to do at Porcos? <laughs> at Porcos. Okay, like, like, like whatever. smile. Be social.
3: Or... Yeah.
0: Get your picture taken. So
3: full
2: there's, a, there's
0: three different photographers that will be there because apparently people want to take pictures of us. Go I figure. need a
2: surrogate.
0: You don't so need a surrogate? We're so fucking cool.
2: I have to leave out of town. And yeah, I have to bro. go to Portland, Oregon for work that weekend. Uh, that's painful. So I, I need a surrogate. That's excruciating. pictures of what I would be doing. Hey, your wife can ride a scooter. Send her down to yeah, Porco. Yeah, Talk and right. dress
0: up. We'll will we'll take will, good
1: will, care will,
0: of her. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be
2: just fine. I will work on that. <laughs> if, if Send your
7: I honestly, wife down. I honestly will present this yep. to her. she shouldn't possibly be there.
2: But if there is a listener that would like if, if there was a listener that would like to pre- right. portray me. Right In this situation, What I,
0: which yeah. means that you're going to lose a lot of skin and probably be broken <laughs> no, and We've fall. only had one crash at DGR. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we've had yeah. one crash at DGR, and it wasn't even a spectacular game. But, but if somebody wants to claim my spot, I will
2: pay for point. them to be yeah. in my spot. Yeah. It was
0: semi-spectacular. Yeah. All right. It was near the end of the ride. Okay. But, but here's the guy important. go fly. I will oh, no. pay for <laughs> yeah. the guy who <laughs> was trying to pass me. Takes up my spot. We always have a rule. Don't. That's try a to, rule. Don't, don't. pass Don't. It try, don't pass me. If you ever try to pass me, follow closely behind. But don't pass me. Keep him yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you. If I'm where I am, it's because a lot of decisions were made to put me there. <clears throat> if you want to be in front of me, good luck, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it probably won't end well for you. You'll probably be looking at what led me to this. That dude me got me? every bit of that car. You, yeah. He, yeah. The, him, and his giant triumph ate a car. Well, his Triumph tried to eat a whole car. And mostly... Choked to death. Choked to death. <laughs> yeah, that bike was properly bent up. I mean, it was... But it was... It was rideable. You rode it. I rode it home, after so it was fine. Uh, after I put the floor bag in the, Or floorboard in the
1: saddlebag. In the saddlebag. <laughs> after we
0: picked up all the, the gut pile and put it... You know, carried okay. it home with us. But the long and short is this. Remember, for the DGR, the number one rule of the DGR is... Be dapper. Hmm. I was going to say be safe. You're wrong. I didn't say that. I said be dapper. So be dapper. I don't care what you ride. It's Cleveland. If you ride something super duper modern and, and like awesome, like Hayabusa-ish, <laughs> I will tell you that according to the rules of the DGR, you're supposed to ride at the back of the pack, and then I will never, ever check to see if you're at the back of the pack ever because you're here and you're awesome, and we, we appreciate that because it's Cleveland. And we want you to have the ride. We want you to have fun. If you want to be a safety official, and I need you guys to pay very close attention to what I'm about to say, if you would like to be one of my safety officials, that means that you will help our group get from point A to point Z safely through all those traffic control devices and everything else safely as we will Making sure the group proceeds in a fun fashion, joyly, gaily forward, so that we may proceed gaily forward. Maryland Not straight. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> gaily forward, that we can get to our destination safely as possible. I will be having a small meeting before the ride at Porco where volunteers can come over and I will give you the briefing on how we proceed gaily forward. To make sure that nobody gets hurt and to make sure that we can get through these intersections safely because there's a lot of them. So our ride I, is pretty intense. I will not have to herd Ruckeye this year, right? You can herd Ruckeye if you want. I recommend, my best recommendation for Ruckeye is to let the Ruckeye ruck. <laughs> Just let them <laughs> ruck, man. Do not try to herd that cats. Last, that one ride I had, to heard all the Ruckeye people. <laughs> like,
5: running along. The
0: Ruckeye people, when we left last year, our last, our quote, our East Side stop. From the moment we left the east side stop to head west, those guys thought that there was money involved. I've never seen anybody ride so aggressively on 50ccs. Like, they were earning. And there was nothing that was left behind. I'd almost like to call
1: that guy. And just yeah.
0: see what he's, is he ready for next weekend? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think you should. The uh, Right now? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Call him out. Yeah, call him out. <laughs> uh, but as far as the DGR is concerned, oh, in your city, oh. sign up. Oh check it out dudegentlemansride.com make sure you're participating in it because it's a big goddamn deal for us for us this is our little version of like you know burning man or like this is for the guys who own weird motorcycles you know yeah. this is not knuckle dragger 2000 this is not the harley rally it's not you know it's not the hog <laughs> rally this ain't uh, you know leather corsets and skull <laughs> can. But we don't get the burn the bandana anything at the end. Yeah, yes, the DOT bandanas. Right, we We're not there. You can't burn anything at oh. the end. No, no, we're going to save that for next year for Maz and Rockers. <laughs> That'll be our game for next year. If anybody's got <laughs> nothing else, I think that's it. I think that's a podcast. Uh, everybody should remember to uh, please uh, ride fast and take chances. One hour, 59 minutes. Take that.
4: <laughs>